the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. I love our intro more every week, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, at first I was like, huh, like, what is this guy talking about? You know, but like now, I don't know why. I just, I like it now a lot I've more. come to realize that I'm Pete. You're Pete? Yeah, I'm Pete. <laughs> for number sure. one chick. That is a dope intro. Word up. <laughs> for sure. So welcome to Human Sushi. This is episode, what? 12, episode 12. I never know. I know. You're the math guy. I'm always yeah, you guy. the numbers guy. <laughs> I expect you to know. Math guy. Fucking, yeah. now we got a, a pretty special show lined up today, but before we get into that, um, we want to remind you guys to please subscribe to our mailing list That's uh, right. at Uh You could actually enter and, you know, you'll have a chance to win some free shit from the human sushi uh, store and we got a bunch of dope shit on there yeah go on there sign up you have no idea how much that helps us out so go ahead and do that whenever you have a moment we're not asking you guys for any money we're asking for a goddamn email address, I, i'm right? asking for money fuck that You're if you have money, money send it in too i'll take it <laughs> i mean yeah sure why not i'll take it too <laughs> but yeah make sure you sign up for that um follow us on human sushi podcast on instagram yeah. and uh you know Leave, uh, leave us a message, or I'm sorry, leave a review on iTunes, and we will read it on air. We promise we will do that, but y'all got to start leaving reviews, and, you know, it'd be really nice to start getting a dialogue yeah. going with all of y'all, and let's build this human sushi community as much yeah. as we can. You know sh- I mean? Shout out to the to the people already hitting us up and showing us love, so we, we love you back, and we're going to keep doing it. And we've had, uh, I've had some people actually correct some of the things that we say and we actually encourage that you know like we do this whole show off the cuff none of this shit is planned we don't got any you know we don't have like special segments and shit planned like me and me and renee kind of discussed some of the shit beforehand but you know it's pretty much all off the cuff so we're gonna obviously say some shit that may not be factually correct or you know we're not googling every little thing we talk about and shit yeah. so let us know but don't be grandiose about it either you know like just, yeah, don't, just be just cool about it you know? don't be the next douchebag of the week <laughs> exactly we will give it to you we will not hesitate <laughs> to give it to you but no shout out to uh my boy julio he actually pointed out the uh the ice cube when we were talking about the the rappers with the four classic albums in a row right i said ice cube had three he actually had four i was forgetting about america's most wanted so oh yeah yeah so yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to all of y'all that's listening. Everybody who's like dropping feedback and shit, and keep it coming, man. We're yeah. doing this shit, you know. So to to for, to kind of invite you guys to hang out with us, you know what I mean? Right. So dope, yeah. man. Well, and we got a special guest today. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> My man struck. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Three hundred five. Three hundred five radio. 305 Radio. 305 Magazine. 305 Magazine. Just 305 Representative. I mean, the only thing I'm missing is a 305 tattoo. <laughs> you don't have a 305 tattoo? That's the only thing I'm yeah. missing. How has that passed you by? Tell me. And my cousin it... was a tattoo artist. I fucked up. 
Yo, there's, you shouldn't have started the show with this. Because now we're going to talk about for a whole hour on how you don't have a 305 tattoo, I mean, my we dude. we could do that, but it's only going to last X amount of time. Because then I'll get a tattoo. Uh, give me a marker. We yeah. can move on to the next there's episode. A, there's a live podcast right yeah, there. Yeah, let's we're pause do, the episode and relocate to the tattoo yeah, show. Yeah, we're going to do a whole episode. <laughs> with, so how does this tattoo feel? Do you feel connected to the city? <laughs> do you have any tattoos or no? No, yeah, I got... Um, Tree of Life, some monks, uh, the Om symbol, some orchids. Um, that's uh, and I got a few others planned. I don't have too much, too many tattoos though. Dope, dope, dope. So yeah. let's let's start out, you know, uh, with the magazine, man. I know you're doing 305 Radio right now, and I definitely want to talk about that. Yes. But 305 Magazine, which was, or at least I considered it an offshoot of like the 305.com. Am I right to assume that? Well, with the 305, the, well, it wasn't just an offshoot. It was, um, we got together. We started working on the305.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe at the time, uh, shout out to Joe, wherever the fuck he is in the world. Word, shout out to Joe, man. Yeah, I don't talk to him a lot, but I don't talk to him at all. But if he hears this, nigga, show the fuck up somewhere, bro. Yeah. Goddamn. Not Joe, <laughs> he showed. Like, he showed a lot of love, but he disappeared. Yeah, it's Bruce Wayne. But I can't, <laughs> I can't begrudge him. I can't begrudge him that you know everybody's got their own journey course, and shit. Man. But I know that while he was active in the Miami scene, like he that dude everywhere. did a lot for the scene, bro. That's yeah. how we got together, man. Because. I was at a barbershop when I had hair. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and many moons ago when I had when I actually had hair, I, I seen a flyer he printed up he printed up about the website. And at the time I was trying to get into more hip hop events, get just getting dig into the scene and meet a lot of people. Um, and I was already doing some MC battles okay. on the side. Like uh, hosting them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to do a, a battle called Hip Hope. And I got together with Seven. I don't know Seven yeah, Star yeah, no, seven, seven? Sorry, yeah. So we started doing these battles, right? And I got together with Joe. He covered a few of them. And then uh, we got together to do some interviews on the site. You know, he wanted to either shut down or, or grow. Right. So we got together. We, plot, we plotted and planned a few ideas. We started doing more interviews. Um, things started working out. More interviews started coming in. And one day we just looked at each other. We were like, yo, what are, what are we going to do next? Yeah. I would love to do a magazine. Right. None of us have any journalistic binga, nothing. Can I curse? Sorry. To <laughs> yeah, curse? yeah, yeah. Binga, binga. <laughs> Go for it. So, so we have no experience in publications. Mm-hmm. Printing flyers is as far as the experience went. Okay. So what ended up happening was, excuse me. We ended up, um, we plotted and planning. We we set up what our ideal magazine would be. What kind of uh, clone would it be of anything right. you know because everything's a clone of, of something of course sure. yeah, yeah, you gotta course. start with a foundation exactly right? so, yeah. so we figured we, we knew what we didn't want to do that's mm-hmm. what we listed everything we didn't want to be mm-hmm. which is we didn't want to be a new, uh, Miami New Times we didn't want to be an Ocean Drive which were the only two publications in Miami at the time right uh, we didn't want aside from the Miami Herald but the Miami Herald is just straight articles no photos right um, and this was before this was before the iPads dropped yeah. So we knew that we wanted to just be something that's rare in the city that people wanted to have. Right. So it took us a year. You know, after a year of plotting and planning, grabbing different types of uh, magazines, learning about how the thickness of printing, you know, how mm-hmm. many pounds outside, inside, um, a bunch of different details, uh, printing, how the color ratio changes depending on if you go RGB versus mm-hmm. CMYK. CMYK and all that. I, I was oblivious to all of this. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to use Photoshop. And, yo, 
<laughs> this nigga worked wonders. He was a magician. He did he did the craziest things. I never been on I never actually did photo shoots the way we did. He was until, a great photographer too. Absolutely. Man. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, it took a long time to get this nigga to do it, bro. Yeah. To yeah. be honest. Like <laughs> but when he finally jumped in, yo, we just we went all in. We had a lot of great opportunities. Um on my end, I had a yo, my personal life was falling apart, like from family and everything. And then it just this was the only my only escape of life, you know what I mean? Right. And it was incredible to have something like that, like a creative outlet that was so such an extensive project, you yeah. know what I mean? And everyone came together. Something, at the end of the day, something to get lost in, you know. Yeah, and it, and it worked. At the end of the day, man, I had you know shit. You guys showed up. Shadi, just you dropped you dropped uh, an ad or two. Yeah, I did an ad. On you did there. an ad yeah. when you went solo. Yeah, uh, you had just gone solo. Just that was my first. You had yeah, just gone solo. Mixtape. Yeah, it was a mixtape. Yeah, yeah. And um, while we were doing that, you know, we get to, we got to meet a lot of people in the city. A lot of. Uh, a lot of the the movers and shakers, the people that wanted to do things, people that, you know, when you hear you people hear there's a magazine about to come out, everyone yeah. wants to be in it. You right. know what I mean? So, and I'm an introvert as is, and I'm a, a little bit of a dick because I, <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in a chef. You know, I was a chef for a long time. So when you're in the kitchen, you're just an asshole to everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've heard. All right, well, we're gonna go back to that because I want to get into. Yeah, but let me tell you, like Chef Ramsey, like yeah. I've, I've the chefs I worked for, uh, Scott Gordon at Norman's, uh, Van Aken's place. Um, he was he made Chef Ramsey look like Mickey Mouse. Really? Word. <laughs> I put a, I put plates out. He looked at me and go, George. Not today. It's only Monday, and then fling that plate thirty feet away, oh, really? <laughs> and then whoever's walking by turns around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turns around. But it's uh, you know, so I, you know, I have a big attitude, and you know, I, I know a lot of uh, street dudes and whatnot. So we just promoted the fuck out of the the magazine, and it just opened doors, and that's how we got into actual actual media. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great to see yeah. you know crazy hoods. They're doing it. Yeah. They do, you know, they already stuck their hands into everything possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just learn to see what, how far they got. Then they watch every other website. How far did you get when you were doing mm-hmm. something? So at the end, a few covers later, um, 305 Magazine was born. We did a few covers. We did a lot of stories. We did a lot of stories and everything worked out, you know, and then um, iPads dropped. <laughs> and changed everything. Changed yeah, because that was that was when print media was still um, relevant. When you guys did the magazine, print media was a big deal. It yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. The you need the ashtray. No, yeah, yeah I was, you can say it. We're smoking marijuana, everyone. <laughs> We're smoking the ganja. The ganja. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look at that fail. Still hit on the floor. Uh, my bad, yo. So um, hey, you want me to like that? Yeah, please. Bro. Yeah, I like that. No problem. So, iPads dropped. Mm-hmm. Yo, the world changed. Yeah. Every magazine became recyclable. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, then that when you know, we put out one more issue. We worked on one more issue after that. Things fell apart. Um, and I kept, I kept the magazine, and I just kept doing it online. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried. You know, I've developed an app for it. Mm-hmm. I've done a bunch of shit. But at the end of the day, you know, it's only, you can only do so much without financial backing. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, um, Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then um, you know, in retrospect, you know, the, the beauty of all this is that you get to learn new tools. Absolutely. You know, when um, I started, I got together with another, well, I found a company that you download a few plugins and, you know, forget about it. You could create some incredible things. Mm-hmm. And I actually did the 305 magazine like that. 
uh, but then it cost a shit ton to put out. They got me. <laughs> they were like, yo, we'll give you this, but if you want to use it, you got to pay right. this enormous, insane price. But It's, it's, it's like uh, important not to understate how important uh, the presence of the magazine and the website mm-hmm. back in those days. I'm talking oh like my gosh. Yeah, 2003 man. to 2009 yeah. or whatever it was, that run. It was heavy. It was heavy, man. And like for the Miami scene, coming from an artist, someone mm-hmm. that was involved in the scene, you know, on the artist side of it, it was like that was for a lot of people the main outlet, you know? Yeah, the, no, it was. And, you know, you had forums. The site had a forum for a yeah, long time. The and forums that, were popping. That was then. insane. It was insane. <laughs> Niggas used to call me, yo, yo, call this guy, tell him to chill. Tell him to chill. Yeah. Look at the look at the forum. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, it's not my forum though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got open. into some forum beef before yeah, with happens. someone I knew though. Like, they made a post about me and everything. <laughs> Damn. But see, that's the thing. Like, that was you know that type that type of um, interaction that kind of, that kind of exchange is is rare now. You know, when we have Instagram and things like that, it's not the same as a forum. Well, I think it lives on in like Reddit and to a certain yeah. extent, uh, Twitter too. To well, a certain extent, I think it's morphed into Twitter, but th- these are the days before Twitter. So this was like the original incarnation of like people like interacting in that way. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. It really was. This particular forum, what was cool about it is that it was a local hip hop thing. So like everybody on there knew each other. It ain't just like random motherfuckers from fucking Seattle and from other places. You know what right. I mean? No, nah, it was interesting, man. I used to be heavy on those forums. But that's it- a- Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it was just like it was one of the best ways to like get immediate feedback on your shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Where like before that shit, before the three hundred five mm-hmm. uh, was out, the only way you could get feedback is literally having someone come to the studio or you jump in somebody's whip yeah. or whatever and play them your shit. That's you know? it. Yeah, that's it. There was no there was no digital shit going on. You can't go on online and and put it out. Like it was yeah. it was it was there, but it wasn't readily available the way it is now. Yeah, and I think you know, shit. Now it's so much easier for the independent to put, to put out music, right? You know, with all these different forums, or, to put it or, out. or any form of art, really. It's everything is so much more accessible. No, now, exactly. You know? And you know, going back to what we were saying about websites, even today, although people don't go to a lot of websites, it's not the first reference. Mm-hmm. It is as as important as it was before because right. you, that, it's actually your foundation of any building. Right, right, right. Now, crazy as crazy as it sounds, your website. Actually, has some foundation for you. It's a new mm-hmm. business card, in my of opinion. Of course, you know yeah, I mean? so, of course. But yeah. it's how do you get people to check out your business? Right, <laughs> that's, right. that's that's been the the, yeah. the hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have the nicest website in the world. It doesn't matter At if all. nobody's going to it. it no one's going. You're yeah. done. What are you doing? Yeah, and you know it's been it's been a challenge because man, it's tough to go. It was let me tell you, it was tough for anyone in Miami to go up against the 305.com. Right? Yeah, anyone. Yeah. Anyone. I don't care who you are. Just couldn't do it. Couldn't um, do it. Drove. UB UB and them had three oh five hip hop and that was, was like a, the other that was the other but you know the I other like, one. And you know what for But a long the forums time, on the three oh five were way more popping. Absolutely, but see, I think that the UB UB and uh hip hop, you know, the three oh five hip hop dot com, it was two different worlds. It was more mm-hmm. of a it stuck to gangster gangster Miami yeah. music mm-hmm. and what and it just stayed in that box. Right. And it also had like the word hip hop in the title, which is inherently it limits you. you know? Exactly. Whereas well, what you guys had the three hundred five that yeah. shit, you, it could basically be anything. Everything, yeah. and that's the same issue. We we came across one huge roadblock doing the magazine. 
Because we were like, we're going to do hip hop. Mm -hmm. We're going to interview Tr Trina. Da, da, da. And we were like, yo, what about after that? What are you going to do? Uh -huh, what are you going to do as soon as we're done? When we, you run out of rappers. Yeah, we're run out of rappers. <laughs> what are we going to do? Start doing rappers that are almost about to pop or the dudes right. that just hit a, a studio right. a studio session or whatnot? You can't do that. Which is kind of going backwards, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But that's you can't I, sell a magazine with an unknown dude on the cover, bro, too. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, for a magazine that had dudes on the cover mm -hmm. and not just tits and ass, right. we pushed easily. 20,000 magazines at one shot. Very yeah. nice. Got rid of all of them. Yeah, but well, I can't Except imagine. for a few boxes I have at the crib. You got? I need one. I'll give you <laughs> I I'll need you guys one. Please. I'll bring you. I'll bring Please. You. I was looking at... Um, I go through them every now and then because... Yo, I would love for that to come back. To be able to have an opportunity print. to print. And I've done digital issues, but... I keep thinking, yo, how dope would it be to have this in your hands? You know right. what I mean? But mm -hmm. the print shops nowadays, they won't even respond to you. And you're talking about printing magazines. Wow. That just think about that. Like I'm offering you, I'm saying, just give me what the minimum is. So you'll make the sale. Right. Let me get a few copies printed. How many thousands is it? Because mm -hmm. if you get a small print, a small run in a larger company, it would be like 5,000 prints. I would love to have 5,000 issues printed mm -hmm. and just get rid of them. You know what I mean? In the city. Right. But even to pull that off, it's a few thousand dollars yeah. above that. So your price per issue comes out to three, four bucks. Yeah. It's yeah. not worth it. No, that's so expensive. And, and that's not the way that people consume media anymore. Exactly. As much as we want it to be, because I'm an old school dude too, rooms. you know? Except in waiting rooms and possibly like right. the subway. At waiting but. rooms. Well, so check it out. I've done a lot of, re I, like, I did a lot of recon to be able to get at least an idea of when magazines are used. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, doctor's offices, mm -hmm. um, anywhere that with a waiting room, <laughs> any waiting room there is, right. maybe a restaurant and maybe a hair salon. Right. Hasta ahí llega. You yeah. won't find a magazine anywhere yeah. else. Like, I've left magazines, like I've grabbed issues and just left them in one spot on the metro rail, on a bus. No one looks at them, bro. Right. Yeah. No one looks at them. Yeah. They're not, everything's on your phone. Exactly. After second thought, I was about to say, actually... You know, when you're in a waiting room, you're probably on your phone unless you your phone is low. And right. Then you're on a mic. Unless right. you're doing jury duty. Right. Because in jury duty, you what happens is the walls are so thick, you're, you, you don't have any you don't signal. You don't have signal, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, come on. And but, then, okay, is that your market, the jury duty audience? That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and then I, I even thought about printing magazines and just sending them all to jail. Mm. Send them all to, to people, inmates. That's cool. Yeah, but inmates all got phones now, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you think yeah. about it, they have yeah. me, they have digital media to refer yeah. to reference back to. Yeah. And as back, like I don't know if it's legal now or they're even supposed to have it. I don't, I'm not up on that. Mm -hmm. But when, even when, like when the iPad first came out, there was dudes in jail with an iPad somehow, some way. Right. right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That one person is feeding all this information to everyone else, you know. <laughs> so but you can't even win. Exactly, that way. <laughs> like you just, you just, it's Prince dead, bro. Yeah, like it's, it's dead. It's done. Conclusion. Prince even dead. if you're doing a digital magazine, think about it. Is someone more likely to read an article or watch a YouTube video? Right. About it. Yeah. Or so look like, at a blog and just scroll right by it. Or listen to a podcast. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, it's almost in a way what you're doing with 305 Radio. Is kind of what took over for 305 Magazine. Exactly. Yeah. It's an evolution, you know, and I, and I like being able to put have a place to put up uh, songs to download, mm. uh, put up flyers and stuff, just put up information for anyone to, to consume. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, shoot, how do I consume media? Video and audio. Right. Right. Like if I look at, if, I, if I'm on my phone reading something, it's because I downloaded a book. 
Mm-hmm. Right. If it's maybe it might be an article on Reddit. Like I'm big on Reddit on my. Phone. I read articles all the time, but I like to read. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. but see, do you? You know, but I'm not the average person, though. There you go. Like I don't think the average person likes to go through a whole article. You know what I mean? No, I, they I skim through so. it to find whatever tidbits they they call their attention, mm-hmm. and right. that's it. Like, yeah, you know, people read um uh something about the Florida uh, Supercon that comes out, and right. they're only looking to see when their favorite artist comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the only bit they're gonna read, right? I think in a way, man, like these memes and and shit like that has conditioned the mind to accept information in like these short, fucking blurts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you're saying the attention span has gone to like dude, it's gone to hell, bro. Ten it's, seconds. You're yeah, just making dude, it emojis. Like yeah. I use emojis. I hate that shit, bro. <laughs> I fucking use them. You know what I mean? It's the new hieroglyphics. It, it really is. It's <laughs> but, crazy, man. But you know, even people used to say that that. You know, they, they, it's never gonna be like all this. All this short attention spans a, uh, a real issue right now. Mm-hmm. But if you look at advertisers, you talk to anyone that's been doing advertising, even while, while we were kids, mm-hmm. they'll tell you the same thing. In radio, you had to catch someone's attention in fifteen five to fifteen seconds, mm-hmm. or you lost it. Right. right. We're living it. Right. Because it's that. It's like. Einstein's theory of uh, uh, of relativity mm. e equals mc squared is applied to everything. Mm-hmm. This this rel- this this theory this this thought of fifteen seconds has been the center of all the advertising. Mm-hmm. Catch you in fifteen seconds, five second intervals, pop 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 pop. Right. If I catch you in that, it's a wrap. Like notice, everyone talks about the shit with Google. When you look up something Google mm-hmm. on Google, it shows up on your feed. Mm-hmm. Yo. <laughs> Let me tell you, I looked up headphones, Bluetooth headphones on in Amazon, mm-hmm. Instagram feed, Facebook feed. Of course. It just started showing the ads where about wireless headphones. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was and the when it, the ones that caught my attention were something happened in five seconds. And I got stuck and I hit shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, these are two hundred dollars. A little way too much over my what I want to spend <laughs> on headphones. Right. You know? Yeah. But you know, that I, th- I really think that that model has been applied to everything and it kills us because now we're stuck with, mm-hmm. with that short attention span for business. Yeah. All right. But don't you think, for example, like, OK, yes, in the sense of grabbing someone, it's always been like five, ten seconds or whatever. Right. Yeah. But even as far as holding them, you know what I mean? Like holding them, I think is a whole different story because, yes, uh, you know, it, it's it's written about like in psychological books that or in books about a psychology that you would make up your mind about someone in the first five seconds that you meet mm-hmm. them, right? Like, so it's an instant reaction, right? Whether you like them or not. So, you know, if that's true, like I can understand quick decision-making or quick attention span grabbing, mm-hmm. but I think that's a little different than actually retaining that person and being able to sit there through a 20-minute lecture or a 30-minute lecture. Like, I, I think a lot of these kids seem incapable, you know, like the younger generation seem incapable of sitting still for that long or it's very difficult for them, you know? But, and I, I mean, do think you have a point. And then and again, I, it could just be youth, you know? But in a way, it's like when anything rises like that, like now you got the, you know, the rise of this like easy to digest kind of short form delivery of content, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's created this lane for long form content from people that are sick of, of that shit. Like, True. Look, for instance, like we're doing a podcast right now. People true. are gonna, listening to us talk for a fucking hour. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's true. It's created like a kind of vacuum that things like podcasts, I think, have like 
uh, have started to fill. Mm-hmm. And even right yeah. now, even on YouTube right now, like, you know, Jordan Peterson videos mm-hmm. have You're like right. fucking six million views, man. And this guy's doing like two hour lectures about psychology touring, and yeah. Freud and all yeah. kind of shit. He's touring like a stadium tour and shit. <laughs> yeah, I went to one of his, I went yeah, to no. the Miami show. Oh, dope. Yeah, man. And this is like a psychology professor and there's a whole bunch of people like kind of in that vein that do similar things like sam harris and like these guys release two hour long videos of just them lecturing and people are digesting it man it's getting millions of views on on youtube so you know with the rise of one thing there's always going to be a counterbalance yeah, right. you absolutely know, very, every action has a, a equal uh, and opposite reaction very so, wise I mean, sensei we, very we, wise <laughs> <laughs> i mean with with if you look at YouTube, um, we could pull numbers on what the number ones are based on categories. Mm. Right? And I think that the big thing of, of podcasts and having an outlet like, like YouTube, what it creates is, is an outlet for actual interest without fluff. Mm-hmm. Because, shit, man, I know that I, you know, there's a lot of things I used to watch that I don't watch anymore because I know it's a lot of fluff. Mm-hmm. Like, I really can't like, get into it. Like what? Like, uh... I mean... Discovery Channel, man. Okay. <laughs> a lot of stuff is cool. It's really fucking cool. Right. Then some of the stuff, like, it's the fluff talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. The shows went to shit. I'm saying, like, like yeah, yeah. if you're going to talk about Egypt, you're going to talk about, let's talk about Egypt and aliens and this and that. Throw in the notion that maybe it's not aliens. Right. Stop feeding me, like, right. UFO, aliens, Anunnaki. Yeah. And, and, like, even, even, like, if there's an association, like, for instance, they'll have one show about aliens, then they'll have another show, ancient civiliza- uh, civilizations. Mm-hmm. At, at one point, they'll say two same topics where you can link both, both subjects, but they'll completely skip over it just to get through their show. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. These, like, these Discovery Channel, they have so much overhead and so much shit. Like it, What it costs to produce those shows, mm-hmm. they have to recoup. So the way that they're going to do it is they're selling to a mass audience yeah that's where like youtube videos they kind of have a they sneak in by going super specific on topics you know what i mean that's where you can get the kind of information that you're looking for but these guys are worried about fucking paying you know getting advertisers bro and paying and and paying their stockholders you know what i mean making them happy so yeah so they're speaking to a mass it's like they're speaking to as broad an audience as possible and they're running on the assumption that people are dumb though exactly you know what i mean so yeah. is that true? Do you think that is true? No. I think YouTube has proven that that's not true. Right. Like these, like the like what I was referencing before, these Jordan mm-hmm. Peterson videos and all the mm-hmm. other guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that those have millions of views, I think, has proven otherwise. I think there's a real thirst for you know, long form content that actually delves deep on topics. Like because of the internet, a bunch of shit exists now that would never have existed back when television was only thirty five channels. Right. Because yeah, now you can get super specific. I listened to a podcast called James Bonding, and it's two guys <laughs> talking about Bond movies. That, that shit awesome. never would have existed back in the day when it was just TV and radio. At all, right? No, at all. It's not expensive. even public television. It's too expensive yeah, to exactly. take a take a chance on that kind of TV. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, I think that's exactly it. That taking a chance right. because a lot of people they won't take chances even even in music because you hear about artists saying well so and so could assign me but they won't t- they didn't want to take the chance let's mm-hmm. take it to sports mm-hmm. drew Brees could have been in miami but they didn't take the chance <laughs> and they sent him to new orleans yeah, so oh, you man. know what i mean that right. shit like that will bury you you know in the long term and i yeah. think that 
you know, YouTube does create those lanes for yeah. everybody. It definitely does. Because yeah. when you don't have a lot to lose and you're not worried about uh, making your stockholders happy, you know, you can yeah. take those kind of chances. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, and I think that that's where individuals like ourselves, like we just we have a we have creative outlets. We have this, these creative minds to do things. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want to talk shit about different topics? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, on 305 Radio on the podcast. We, we interview people that are doing something in the city, about the city, about music, and it's mainly focused on just them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you guys, when you came out for, for Popova, or, which is dope as fuck. Thank you, um, uh, when, when you came out, we, it was basically just about you two. Yeah. And the, pub, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the comic and how you put it together the whole nine because that's a, a, I'm, a, I'm all about Miami stories and I want people to hear that story. Now, it's different when you could get together and we could powwow on just different topics. Boom, boom, boom. Because, yeah. yo, I'll listen to 305 Radio and then I'll, I'll say, okay, that was dope. Let me move on. Now, my next channel. You know, it's like you're at home watching different channels. Yeah. Watch different stations, different yeah. everything. Exactly. But the fact that there's enough to feed on right. that you're interested in, I think is gold. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many avenues. I mean, besides, not, besides what you're saying about there being actual... Uh, software and platforms and yeah. apps uh, aside from that also there's so many lanes that you can choose because like you said you can get as as specific as you want you know yeah so, yeah. yeah i was gonna ask you like do you feel like when you're doing your show like uh any kind of social pressure like not to say this or not to say that like no nah. no nah? Nah, like, because well so the deal was right. <laughs> yeah because you guys are on a on a larger platform we right. all right so 305 radio um Shout out to Drea. She's my co-host on Word. the show. Shout out to Drea, man. Shout out to Drea. Um, I got to get her on here, too. Oh, absolutely. I, I, we'll, work that, we'll make that happen. Yeah. I got, um, so Drea has... That girl's a workaholic. Mm-hmm. She has three shows on, on that station. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, the station is ran by the Miami Media School. I've been on two of them. There you go. <laughs> I'm proud to say. Hell yeah. Um, you, have, you have in the Miami Media School, it's pretty much the name says it says everything. Mm-hmm. They show you how to do film production. They show you how to do um, some web design, use all the uh, Adobe Suite, mm-hmm. use a whole platform. And they put you to work. They make, you know, it's, it's a way to do things. And also how to do audio and audio uh, work. So you can learn how to be an engineer. I don't know to what extent, but you could record uh, podcasts, record radio, be a, an on-air personality, get that kind of experience. Gotcha. So Dre, she, she actually graduated from the school and she's been doing shows there. Mm-hmm. They were nice enough to allow us to do 305 radio. So when, I, when, we talk, when we spoke about it, my goal is to be able to sit down, talk shit, have a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. X amount of time. If we could have it even longer, even better. But the 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 part that really that really caught me off guard was we have rules. Okay. Mm. So they'd rather not have us curse. They'd rather have us do these things called. I don't know shit about radio. Mm-hmm. I know that you have your sweepers, which are this. I learned. Thank you, Adrea, putting me on. <laughs> uh, you have these things called sweepers that it's pretty much the commercial breaks right. in between your show. Mm-hmm. So what happens is. We're like, well, we got to do sweepers. They want us to do this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, man. <laughs> I'd rather not do the show at all if we got to do sweepers. Because how am I going to stop? It's like right now we stop. Hey, guys, listen. Let's cut out real quick. Turn everything off. Let's, let's let this talk for us. Yeah. That creates a mission for me on the editing 
side. Right. Because I just want to go kill the sound, the extra sounds, mm-hmm. put it out. Right. Versus I have to now cut the sweepers. Mm-hmm. I got to cut the commercials. I got to... Like, yeah. this is this mm-hmm. is dope and all, but I, why are you putting me to work on my own project? So, so your intention was to make it a podcast and it's kind of turned into traditional radio in a sense? It's... Well, you know... I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, it's mm. it's we have a schedule, mm. so yeah. we we turned into a schedule because that's the only slot we have. Right. So we've been we've taken advantage of the time and we do the best with it, we mm. the best that we can. Mm. We've had a few conversations. Go look, hey, so is it all right if we start cursing and stuff? Just not. And then it got to some point, man. I don't know how far along the conversation went, but we ended up saying, hey, listen, how about look, do whatever you guys want. You guys are doing great on the station. Great, bye. All right, perfect. But hold up, hold up. I was cursing when I was on That's there. what I'm saying. Oh, this is okay. before that. This, oh, this okay. is probably like episode five. This is like episode five. Oh, and okay, we're, gotcha. we're, 30, we're like 32, 34 episodes in. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, nice. man. But yeah, man, thank you. It's, we've had a lot of fun doing it. When you guys came on, way before that, we had that conversation with um, some of the management. We were like, hey, listen, so could we you know, not do sweepers? Could we not this? <laughs> and that was the intention of the conversation. But the conversation was, homie was busy, man. He knew, he thought ahead. He was like, these guys are going to come and talk to us about A, B, and C. Right. So he cut the noise. He was like, hey, the show's doing great. Do whatever the fuck you guys are doing. Just don't turn it into a shit show. Nice. I'm out of here. Bye. Thanks. That piece. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. So I'm happy. I got happy as hell, you know, here and now. So we're able to do, so we're able to use that, that kind of, uh, freedom on a, on the show sure you it's know important, and, uh, you know yeah so we don't you know i don't i don't hold back with anything uh, the pressure I, I don't really feel pressure because right. i try to bring people i know right and it's cool to like i'm not i'm, I'm never one of these dudes that is like hey so i know so and so right i don't really care you Being know what pop. i mean like <laughs> it doesn't i don't i don't like the, the association game is not a game Right. You know what I mean? If you know him, you know him. Cool, good for you. Mm-hmm. But I reach, I've reached out to everyone I've either previously interviewed or that I know is doing something in there. It's something reasonable where it's it's dope as fuck. Right. You got to do something dope. You know. Yeah. So 100%. Bring you on and then knock it out, man. And shit. Um. With with Shadi, it was more like, yo, I like your, I love your music. Mm-hmm. You're one of my favorite artists, hip hop artists. Thank you. The Thank show, the the our our interview that we did is one on our top twenty of most played. Nice. So it was really dope. Plus, Popo you like was, how I acted surprised, like I didn't know. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this was Be- on film, it was super nonchalant. <laughs> before, before the show, he's like, "Hey, make sure you mention that, all right?" <laughs> <laughs> I won't get mad at facts. I won't get mad at that. I won't get mad. Yeah, but it, no, but it's the truth, man. So I can't, you know, you can't knock the, you can't knock the hustle. I got um. So yeah, that's that's with that, man. We um, I forgot where the fuck I was going with this. With um. You were talking about the uh, the show about the show, yeah, and whatever, bro. Having <laughs> having people that are doing something, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like that's the goal of having the show. Like that's what yeah. we're, we're taking it. So to answer your question, no, there's, yeah, I really don't feel pressure, right? Um, for me, it's always a good time. Yeah, you know, um, Dre gets mad, like she gets mad into it. You know, she's like she buy, she brings stuff. Right. She's like does her radio thing. Like she's really on the radio. She's natural though. Yeah, no, but yeah, she's been at it for a long time. Yeah. And she does three shows. She does uh, Girl Talk Radio, mm-hmm. which I think she just put it out on uh, iTunes and all that shit. It's a great show. Yeah. You guys went on there for Popova. Yeah. Popova. So really dope show. Yeah. Uh, her co-hosts are, are not airheads. It's all women. So it's, they're, it's smart women that, that move forward with shit. Mm-hmm. You have 305 Radio, and then you have um, Our House, which mm-hmm. she does. 
So she spends easily three, four hours in that building. Right? Crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, Crazy. you know, shout out to Drea. I know you listen to this. And does her research, man, because, like, she had read the comic and everything yeah. when mm-hmm. we were going in there. Like, she, well, she was well prepared. She had good questions. Like, man, yeah, I was impressed. It's important. It's yeah. good important. stuff. You don't, see, you don't see a lot of good uh, journalism these days. Yeah. It's important, again, to have that outlet. Now, how much of, uh, like, the new crop of Miami MCs do you bring on the show? I mean, it's mostly rappers, right? No, I don't. None of them. None of them, right? I'll be honest. It's man, more not. from like our era? Yeah. Only because it's not because it's not to downplay anyone that's putting out music now. But right. the biggest lesson I learned, the biggest, one of the biggest letdowns while doing 305 Magazine was mm-hmm. when you see all these up and coming artists that we had a section dedicated to up and coming artists. Mm-hmm. When we first developed that, our, our assumption, our hope was that, yo, if I'm an artist, I'm in a magazine. That gives me much, this much more fuel to keep going on my career and put out more stuff. Mm. It didn't. <laughs> so, the, right. you know, every case and every situation turned out that when I, after a year, I'll check back on them. They're not doing music anymore. They, they, something happened and whatever. Mm. For whatever reason it was, they're not making music anymore. And right. that kills me because, you know, I just spent like that. It was not easy to put together. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and on top of that, I really had, I was really hoping to say, yo, I interviewed this dude before he became famous. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or this lady. And none of that really panned out. You know, so it was, you know, in retrospect, I I think that to start interviewing cats that are doing things now, that's starting to do things, mm-hmm. that they haven't learned the ropes or they're getting a lot of success, a lot of financial success off maybe one record, mm-hmm. but they haven't done anything else. But maybe not even the the financially successful ones that have popped. I mean, just, I mean in just, the Miami local nah, man, underground they, scene. Is that what are they doing? Well, there's a few young cats. Like I would say, Cairo and his whole crew yeah. are real dope. Well, no, I know he's dope as I, yo. Cairo's dope as fuck. He's a young I, cat. I've seen, I've, and I know he's been around for a long time. I've been up on him. Yeah. But, but he's, a young, he's a young cat, though. I know, but what, like my get, my thing for 305 Radio would be, if I bring a cat that's doing something, yeah, I would want to. If I do some research, I would say, I would say, all right. If someone tells me, "Yo, Cairo wants to come on the show," mm-hmm. all right, I know Cairo, so I know that he's done a lot of work. He he was about to do the internship with Cool and Dre. Yeah. I know he went to the engineering stuff. I know he's done music for a long time. His shit's developed. Like, um, he's yeah, so completely he's already, changed. Yeah, yeah. So he, I don't put him in the in the new school. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I can't put him in the new school bracket. I got you. But now if you tell me Cantinfla that fucking just put out a mixtape, <laughs> I'll be like, no, because... Cantinfla's fire, though. I mean, he could be super fire. <laughs> 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 but he's... he's um, but what's he putting out? Like, after that, what, what is he gonna, where is he going to be next year? I got you. I think I, what I meant was, like, young cats, mm-hmm. not from the 305.com era. Yeah, no. You feel I, what I'm saying? Said, like, I, you know what? They probably them dudes. I LMS. Mm-hmm. LMS was three oh the three oh five. He didn't put out a lot. He didn't put out anything. But he was after around. <laughs> I still consider him like a like an older cat, though. This is true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is that then? I wouldn't know who to put on. Right. You know what I mean? Because for me, I just want to see. I want to hear some ex- some experience. I don't want to hear like I've heard it way too many times. Oh, I just got in the studio. Right. I'm gonna be big, son. I'm gonna do this. I'm a, and I'm gonna do is get to, you get really old real fast. <laughs> you know. I'd rather say, hey, so 
you went to Japan, yo. What's cool with that? Like, so far, like, you seen the shit. He just yeah, went to Japan. Japan. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing in Japan, man? Yeah. <laughs> yo, Miami Chico in Japan. Come through. Let's talk. I love it. You know, and, and shit like that I like because I want a Miami story. I want a chapter, a little a little tidbit from someone in Miami that's been doing shit for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, not everyone, everyone's perfect. Not everything is perfect. You know, 305 Magazine had its ups and downs. Some people got upset. Some people fell in love. Mm-hmm. Shit happens, man. It's a love-hate relationship and yeah. everything you do. But that chunk, what story do you have to tell me? Like, tell me this chunk of information. You know what I mean? The fact that Dre's saying, like, how important it was to the culture. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that means you were doing something good. But, again, like, I don't... It's so difficult to, to get somebody to say, okay, I'm going to contribute financially to this and make it, you know... But I, you know, honestly, if I had the backing, I would have because I think, number one, the name itself yeah. alone, 305 Magazine, 305 Radio, is, yeah. is gold, you know what I mean? But yeah. we, It yeah. was a come up. That yeah. was a come up for yeah. real. That, that was, was a come, come up for too. real. Yeah. For yeah. real, for real. And I, and I, you know, I love everyone in the city because yeah. I checked out, before we did all of that, we checked the 305, then 305 Hip Hop. Right. And then we checked for everything else that we could find. But... The two that you could call out were 305 Hip Hop and The 305. Yeah, of course. You love them or hate them. They were there. Yeah. And they were they brought in numbers and they were pushing. And so shout out to, to UB, you out there. You know, they they were pushing their, their brand hard mm-hmm. and they're still doing it. Yeah, right. So for me, it's, it's I'd rather see that than cast that show up for a month and then disappear, da, 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 disappear. Yeah. Like, um, if it was a young cat, like, you know who I would love to have? Uh, Kiko, Khaled's assistant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the stories that guy's got? <laughs> what the fuck? I bet. Khaled, what what he's become, like on Instagram and stuff like that, it's like it's kind of genius, it's man. Kind of genius, yeah, yeah, man. I was hoping you'd say that because it's true. Yeah, you know the way he's marketed himself is fucking brilliant. Yeah, man. you yeah. gotta respect it, man. And the snap, no Snapchat. He he yeah, he runs what that he shit. did for Snapchat was huge. Yeah. yeah, like that was genius. Like his cloth talk. His this talk. Right. Everyone mimics the shit still. Like, they still... Uh, Idris Elba. What is uh, his talk? What is it? Do-rag talk? That is it. He has it on, on his IG. <laughs> yes, do-rag talk. And I saw it. I was like, God, man. Like, look at the extent Khaled's affected people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like... And I'm sure he's aware of, like, the irony of, like, this big-ass dude talking about, like, fitness. And all he's talking <laughs> about, like, healthy living. You know? Exactly. Like, dude, I know you're eating a bucket of chicken wings, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So true. Man. But you got to respect it, man. Shout yeah, out to Khaled, bro. That's, pretty, that's but, pretty dope. But you got to like really let people into your life in order to achieve that, in my opinion. You know, like you got to be so open and like talk to them and share everything with them to the point where I personally am not that com- comfortable doing that. You know what I mean? Like, How much of your life are you going to be sharing, though? I mean, dude, they're on that shit every day. Like if you look at Kevin Hart, for example, super successful on social yeah, media, right? right? Like, dude is, I know what the hell he's doing every day, all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, I wanna, if I wanted to know, I could look it up, you know? Is there still room for, like, the Sade's in, right. this, in this new generation? Like, those, like, artists that are just, like, mysterious, that you don't really know much about them, like the Portishead. But, but York? Like, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I was exactly. listening to her the other day, and I, was, I thought the same thing. I was like, yo, what if today would that person, would that be something that would, would have a future today? Yeah. yeah. Or would they be just lost in the shuffle, you know? I don't know. I, I would love to see a Sade that's really mysterious like that. 
You don't yeah, because she doesn't do life. like public interviews. She does, you know, she does a tour like every ten years and yeah. shit. Like, you know, you can equate that to like Sia or somebody that didn't show her face for like the first mm-hmm. couple of years or something. Fair like enough. That, you know what I mean? No, and even a huge star like Leo DiCaprio is pretty quiet. You don't hear too much about DiCaprio's life. You know, right. he, he keeps it pretty quiet. Yeah, that's true. I know. I think I think you really have an option as an artist how much you let the the public in. But my point is that in order to be effective on social media you gotta let them in a lot you know like yeah that's a large you're opening the door pretty wide yeah that's what i'm trying to say you know it's it's invasive man like i you know like but think about it if you have if you have the the time and let's make let's be honest if you didn't have to go to work Mm -hmm. and you had this time you didn't have to worry about rent you didn't (laughs) have to worry about your bills your immediate bills right like the the core of your bills yeah Yo, you'd be probably doing. You'd probably find time to do all that shit too. I don't yeah. think so, dude. I feel pretty silly being like, "All right, I'm having macaroni and cheese for lunch now." Right. Yo, what <laughs> if you're getting paid? Yeah, for it. to do it. What if someone said, "I'm gonna like, be grilling. If, I'm gonna be grilling like a motherfucker." <laughs> you know, like, after after you hit a certain amount of followers on any right. platform, you're able to to cash in on that. Of course, yeah, of course. Well, you're gonna cash it. in on brands trying to get you to promote their shit. Well, for example, mostly. why you know, like for example, you could have gotten on the on the show and been like, "Hey, it's raw," you know, and done that yeah. whole thing. But I think it's important how you get there too. You know, it's not just like, "Oh, I want to get there," because then you end up selling out or becoming like a meme. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You know. Yeah, if you market yourself as an asshole and it blows up, now you got to be that asshole. Oh, All good the luck. time. Now you got to be that guy. Exactly. All the time. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. There's a dude, I would think, I, I don't know if we talked about it, but there's a dude that, uh, he's famous on social media, and the way he got famous is that he went to a club and he accidentally poured, or I don't know how accidentally, that's the story, right? He poured champagne on a girl's face, right? And got mm-hmm. it on like slow motion video. Uh-huh. So he posted that and it blew up, right? And like after that, they kept, they started hiring him to go to clubs and pour champagne on girls' faces. Oh, wow. And girls started going in order for that, you know? And I the dude. It is his his reputation key or not reputation but his uh popularity keeps growing his numbers keep growing and he is miserable he's like i hate <laughs> i hate what i do he's like i hate it you know right I mean? but then there's dan bilzerian who is oh my the God. opposite of or, miserable or, you know yeah, what I mean? completely. So, at least on the surface you never know man like would you be surprised if it came out like yo he, that he killed actually, himself yeah <laughs> so, like, i get it knock on wood bro <laughs> i that's know like, that's like hearing not. scrooge mcduck committed suicide <laughs> <laughs> he drowned in that big uh, bank Pot full of, of coins <laughs> yeah i mean that might happen uh, anytime there's a guy that's like living on the fucking edge like that you know uh, you know man. some crazy shit might happen look what happened to like steve Irwin. you know whenever yeah. you're putting your shit yeah. on the line that kind I mean, of shit. Yeah. I, I Stumped just, by a manta ray. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dang. horrible, bro. That dude, man. Was that cold? Was, I don't know. There was, was a camera running when that happened, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. They'll it's never video. release a video, no. but... No, they'll release it when they watch. You think? Man. So, you Some, know what? It's, it's not deleted. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not erased. It's no, not for cut. sure. Yeah. The film, if it, it's not, it's a, it's in existence, so someone will put it out. Exactly. Who has the Bin Laden photograph? That's what I need to know. <laughs> NSA. I know you're listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still. Up Who's got there. the Bin Laden? You photograph? just set off like four computers <laughs> in a room somewhere. I was like, right. Or is there even a Bin Laden photograph? I don't that? think there is, man. I think that's nah. a lot of fluff, man. You think he was? No, nah, he kaput? was worked a long time ago. You think so? Did he even exist? I'm gonna send you the video. Prime Minister Budo, she fucked up on on air. Mm. on live like some national tv show and said so and so the guy that killed bin laden mm. two years ago you know now that you say that i have seen that clip yo that I has left me clip. in awe mm. like I, I i was like this is bullshit this mm. lady doesn't exist so mm. i looked it up 
And yo, the lady's for real. Like, she's like one of these people that she held down a whole region of the country, mm. of her country. And she, because of her leadership or or whatever the fuck she does, she held down certain rebellions against certain uh, people of power. Mm-hmm. Then, it's too coincidental, two months after she said that, she died. Mm-hmm. And her interview was, so are you afraid of being assassinated? Yes. And she put out a letter to certain people saying, um, if I'm killed, watch out for these folk. Bin Laden's son, so-and-so, 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 and... Someone that's associated to the guy that killed the Bin Laden. How did she die? You know? Or they blew up her car or something. They some blew shit up like her that. car. Oh, sure. Yo, that's how they do shit out there. It's not snipers. Right. No, I thought maybe they poisoned her or something. No, no, no. Like they, blew, they made a point of it. Like, hey, there she is. There she is. But you can't rule out the, p- the possibility that it could be trying to spread disinformation also. Engine, I mean, engine malfunction? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but... No, this no, is, no, no. Not that... Uh, no. The fact that she, quote unquote, slipped and said that live on the air. Um, but how you, do you let that just slip? If you on, see it in front of a camera, I mean, mm-hmm. if you see it, and I thought that you see that she's focused on getting this whatever she's saying. It was it was rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Like she knew she doesn't have too much time. There's a sense of urgency. Her body language very is very mute, except for her facial features. So I don't know, man. I, if it wasn't for that, I would have thought that maybe it's it is a, a, an idea, an attempt to put out misinformation, yeah. but. The moment I looked her up, I was like, yo, this happened on this day. Oh, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, why maybe, is she dead? Or maybe a cry for help. Maybe it was like, hey, it, I, or maybe I know somebody helped me. You know what I mean? Maybe like, that's a warning, man. It could yeah. have been a warning. One way or another, that was a message put out there for a reason. But we all know the government disappears, people. I mean, like, it's like, you know, it's crazy. Like, people aren't. I thought you didn't believe in conspiracies, man. That's not a conspiracy, in my opinion. They're just murking somebody who's in the way. You know what I mean? That doesn't take a ton of planning. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, murk them, get them out. Boom, we're done, you know? I just called you out from like six episodes ago. That's true. <laughs> the internet never forgets. Yeah. Your, atten- but, your attention span is good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, no, I don't, I don't dismiss that possibility. I think, you know, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. But I don't dismiss the other one either, you know? No, you can't. You really, if you were to dismiss one or the other. So, do you think it was uh, like stand-ins and all those videos that Bin Laden released? You think those were like stand-ins and shit? You know, because he did release videos. I mean, but you also heard stories about Castro having like a bunch of doubles. Oh, definitely, of course. Why wouldn't that apply to him? Maybe that's the thing. Like that's like I have. I would have. He was showing his face directly in these videos. I mean, but them dudes. Yo, I think they got look, the CGI saying, game on yeah, I'm gonna say they it, do. Yeah. Yo, I've <laughs> seen an app that you can download and you're talking into the app and it looks like Trump saying it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. There's an app that you can like upload any face. Yeah. And yeah, ch- and basically change your face. I mean, yeah. and it looks pretty darn real. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, they have the high, the best tech years ahead of us. No, the best programs and apps. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think the aliens got the best tech. But. You know, that's a whole other story. Yo, that's where we're getting it from, son. <laughs> you know I mean? William Cooper, Roswell. Hey, there's explosion in technology in the last 20, 30 years. I mean, shit. shit. I, I, I don't know, man, but I, I stopped believing in aliens, bro. Really? You no. stopped believing yeah. in it? Is that, you see, is one something some, someone's, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said. Uh-huh. He was like, think about it. We had all these reports in the 80s and 90s. All these UFO reports. I know where you're going with and this. And all of a sudden, we all have this tech where them reports at. 
right. Where's the video of confirmations? Right. When there was a, an asteroid fly over Russia, you remember there was a portion, a small part of an asteroid that flew over, mm -hmm. and it looked like a giant fireball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That showed up on the internet for like a day. Yeah. Then you haven't seen UFOs. Right. Like if it would have been a UFO, you would have seen something more. You know what I mean? Right. But some heaven, some spacely body, this heavenly body came through our atmosphere. It was a big ball. It looked like a. a, a uh, a fireball from Street Fighter mm -hmm. right. in the sky burning and it just flew over the highway and there was video flying all over the place and it died out real fast. Yeah. It looked like an Ayuke from Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. But, uh, you know, and that, like, you don't see evidence. But do, don't you think, like, okay, like, the universe is so vast. Yeah, there's life. I'm not saying there's not life. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying they that, haven't come here. I'm just saying that what we consider to be light, the aliens, mm -hmm. are not the aliens. Okay. I, I think see. like not little green men or at whatever. all. No, right. I think look, we'll find them eventually and whatnot. If they're if they're interacting with us, it's right. not what we think it is. Right. Like you have people they'll they'll say, well, if you read in the Bible, it speaks about Anunnaki, mm -hmm. and you read the Epic of Gilgamesh, it explains that no, like that's cool and mm -hmm. all, but yeah, no, I you start listening to people like. Um, Randall Carlson mm -hmm. and the dude that wrote uh, Fingerprints of the Gods that when they were on the Rogan show mm -hmm. I don't know man I just started connecting dots and uh, when you look at the whole Atlantis story and you know all these things and you just start digging into it if there really was a, uh, a civilization be before us that was advanced enough to have some kind of tech mm -hmm. or anything like that and you hear the stories about uh, Thoth which is the guy that founded Egypt Mm -hmm. That he was supposed to be a uh, survivor of the Atlanteans and things like that. I've he, heard the Atlanteans thing. Yeah. But what about the Sumerians, though? We know we know that they existed. Fact. And, but and they would be. But think. But this is where I'm going with it. They said Randall Carlson and them. They uh they came up with a with the idea and they proved this science uh, confirmed it. Mm -hmm. They found impact craters in North America. Mm -hmm. North America way back at that time when the Great Flood happened was an icebox. So there was easily a few miles of ice on top of our uh, on our land. Mm -hmm. The water level was 400 feet lower. Mm -hmm. You have Atlantis. You have surrounding areas. You have uh, uh, just a bunch of different land masses. You have uh, a land mass toward the, uh, towards the north around Canada mm -hmm. that connects to the that other part of the world. So you're saying like some naturally occurring force, like let's say a global Fucked warming. Fucked everything up. No, a meteor hit. Okay, Melted all that ice. Gotcha. We have um, all that all that uh, water goes into the air. Mm -hmm. Some of it goes turns into liquid. Some of it goes into the into the into the atmosphere. Turns into water. So right. it rains for forty nights, forty days, and forty right. nights. Mm -hmm. You have the great flood and all this shit. Then you have the Sumerians that they survived. They survived that shit. Mm -hmm. Right. But not Atlantis. Right. Everyone else. Echomierda. Right. Then you have the Tobekli Gep. I never get the name right. Is Tobekli Gepi? But there is a lot. There is evidence that the Sumerians were as advanced as the Egyptians. And what and about like the pyramids? But those Atlantis, are thousands of years apart. What about the pyramids and the Nazca lines and all that other? Shit? That's they after Sumeria, right? But the, the Sumerians have drawings on the on the caves that resemble the solar system, like yeah. almost to a T. They would all have to be connected. So, but how do you explain that? I mean, the how, same do you, way, how do you explain that? The same way you have our connect, like the, what comes to mind is this. I wouldn't be able to tell you I have proof to connect it. Mm -hmm. But what comes to mind would be this. As we are connected now, our, our state of technology right now, if right now you're in, we know people in Russia that are listening to this. We could share the same information. 
it could be dated, it could be whatever, give or take 10 years. Let's, let's play around with a small 10-year break. Mm -hmm. People in Russia know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. They could write our same language, they could write our stories. Within 10 years, we're going come to and fro. Some global level event happens. Mm -hmm. If you have, um, what's this thing, an EMT? Yeah. A solar flare? Mm -hmm. A solar flare happens. That's the equivalent of an EMT times a thousand. Mm -hmm. Sets everything on fire. Mm -hmm. Destroys all communications. You're going to end up writing stuff. You can't call me anymore. Right. Right. So then you're, everyone's sent back technology-wise. Mm -hmm. Now you have to do scriptures. You have to start writing on walls again. Mm -hmm. Graffiti artists are in love again. Um, you, have cats, <laughs> you have cats doing... Um, hieroglyphic graffiti. They're doing hieroglyphics. No, but check it out. <laughs> Egypt and Sumerians, they have really intricate uh, designs of everything on yeah. there, on both ends. Mm -hmm. Although they are centuries apart, what happened to the Sumerians? Mm -hmm. Like We don't know that. What if they were part of that disaster that knocked out mm -hmm. the, the solar... It's, it's recorded that there was a solar flare in the early 1800s mm -hmm. when we have Morse code that, or the telephone lines that you just... You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, beep, 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 yeah. the yeah, telegraph. Morse. Oh, the telegraph. Gotcha. Telegraph stuff. When the solar flare happened, everything caught fire. Mm -hmm. Like all, all electric... What would be a, uh, considered technology, right. the telegraph, right. all caught fire and burned to hell. Right. So you're saying there would be no evidence. At all. Right. And if there was, yo, I'll give you my phone. Let's put my phone 400 years into the future. Will they know how to turn it on? Right. At all. What if we're looking at tech that has, we have no idea how to turn on. Right. There's stories about the pyramids missing layers of it. Right. Inside, there's hieroglyphs showing that, and there's a story that they showed the hieroglyphs that was some weird ass tube with something, a coil in it. Mm -hmm. It looked like some snakes or whatnot. You, they showed it to an engineer and the engineer was like, yo, that's some kind of electrical thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Off bat. Right. Off yeah. design. Right, right. So who's to say that that knowledge was passed down somehow? Yeah. But see, my my thing with the with the U.S. UFOs and stuff like that, I don't know if I believe like the Roswell and all that recent shit. Right. But mm -hmm. what makes me at least question it is where's the link between ape and human? You know, that's what makes yeah. me that's what makes me at least question that there was some sort of outside interference because mm -hmm. we don't share like. They, we have qualities that are unique to us mm -hmm. that no other animal shares. So Big, at what Bigfoot. point? That the what? Bigfoot. Well, like at what point did it, did it evolve from apes to us? You right. know, like it's without outside interference, without some sort of like intelligent life, because animals were already here. Mm -hmm. but so so, so that's that? what makes me question it. Yeah, how do you know that's not a flawed theory, though? Maybe it's, maybe it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Like you think about it, but you can't go back far enough to find the link. Also, so maybe the timetable's wrong is what I'm saying. So instead maybe, of saying... Maybe there's, there's always been humans? No, maybe it goes far back that that type of link is too far back and we can't find it because so much has happened on the earth. So instead of saying we, we turned that... What it, what, let's say the, the missing link was 400,000 years ago, mm -hmm. dated now. Mm -hmm. That's where someone say, well, that's where we would find them. Right. Without knowing that our civilization's much older. Plus, so that date, instead of being 400,000 years, should be a million. Right. True. You'll never know how to find it. Right. But there had to be... There had to be a link. There had to be a link. But so it's too that's far the back point that to I'm find, making. is what I'm saying. That's why we haven't found it, because exactly. it's so far back. Yeah, exactly. definitely. definitely. But, and, and I wouldn't be against saying, yeah, we had some kind of outside interference to evolve. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the way uh, 
the 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 story goes that they came, they did some mani- mani- manipulation with right. some DNA. This is the Zachariah Sitchin exactly, the, uh, and put the it twelfth out. planet there. And, and then now we have the the CRISPR, right, where we could alter the genetics mm-hmm. of our own children. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We did a we we talked about it on the show. So you know you have the CRISPR. Imagine yeah. what if the story of Adam and Eve is these aliens are like, look, let's you know I I don't like my blonde hair. <laughs> let's, right. let's, I don't right. like that I'm really hairy right. let's, let's change and it's that. like for some superficial purpose and that they we were made a race yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. put us in the garden of Eden yeah. <laughs> they're right. like hey listen you guys are but really that's good. all I'm saying because the theory like if you if you read Zechariah Sitchin that's his whole thing is um, that's the Sumerians and all the ancient religions mm-hmm. if you look at them a certain way they provide proof of like this like alien interference back in, in our inception you right. know and that all the gods that they talk about and all these religions books were actually all different aliens mm-hmm. like the god of the bible is one you know what i'm saying allah is another one and you know that was his that was his thing I, I don't definitely rule it out but i would say to your point that like if you know was there always humans or a human a humanoid form around if you look at if you take a step back and look at the history of the whole planet right like humans and animals if you step if you step back far enough humans and animals kind of sprang up in the same period right like pretty simultaneously you know like maybe take a few hundred thousand million or a million years or whatever but that's nothing in the but big we can't we can't trace humans as far back as a lot of animals right you're absolutely right but you know mammals and shit basically mm-hmm. you know uh, also i would say if there were more evolved humanoid uh, versions coming out they would have probably extinguished the the previous version you know what i mean like who's to say there were a lot of different iterations of of man until we settled on homo sapien yeah too. but homo sapien um killed off the neanderthal you know what i mean like so that's just evolution normally whatever is emerging takes place and destroys the previous version so you're saying that they there didn't have to be a link it's just evolution it could be it could be that you know as as we kept developing we kept murdering off the previous <laughs> versions you know what i mean like but I'm even but even evolutionists <laughs> you know agree that there's a, there had to be a link somewhere right but we killed them all that's why there is a missing link right yeah. but that's why they don't exist you know what i mean and it's it's so many things you could throw in the mix about that man cuz yeah. it we, there's no way to find that evidence but that's the truth is that no one really knows and this is like yeah. the ultimate barbershop talk you know because I mean? no one really knows where the fuck we came from you know? i mean even even in uh the paintings where you see there's an alien flying behind the lady mm. in one of the jesus paintings right you know that's really interesting because you know you figure that let's say the story of a bigger civilization existing was real mm. legit how long would their would their fuel needs last? Would their would their fuel last? Right. If I was fucked already, and I say, hey, look, let's give this shit one more joyride and start flying around places, and the painter caught a glimpse of me flying around, he's gonna document it in his painting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't really know what happened. Like maybe the guy said thought it was be funny to put an alien back there. You know. So right. it's these, right. these little things that inspire the imagination to say, nah, but, and but. Mm-hmm. And what if? Yeah, yeah. Right. And we'll never get we'll never get to it unless someone pulls out some real like, real yeah. evidence. And that's you know I'll, going back to what we were saying originally about um, uh, uh, Randall Coss and all that. They found Gobekli Tepe, which is a place in Turkey mm-hmm. that's as old as all as Noah's flood, mm-hmm. maybe older, but it yeah. was buried on purpose. Mm-hmm. 
buried on purpose and this shit is huge yeah. because they did radar on it and if you look it up you'll see that the radar is ginormous mm. it's a huge it's a small county wow that's buried on purpose how did they do that like literally just start rocks just imagine a, a, a row of people just dumping rocks yeah. into a fucking thing to cover it up mm -hmm. for whatever natural disaster was on its way and why would you preserve that on purpose mm. there's so many so many things man that we yeah. just you know I would love to know what's under the pyramids. If the the story of uh, under the left paw of the Sphinx, there's a the oldest library in the world. Mm -hmm. If that's true, I want them to find a Stargate. You know what I mean? Like you in that movie, Stargate, bro. Yeah, you gonna go in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Boy, that shit opens up. I'll be like, go. <laughs> like, go, let me know go. how it went. Let me get a, let me get one of those camera sticks and throw uh, exactly like, that, <laughs> like a selfie it stick. <laughs> That's it, bro. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Just throw a drone in there, Jerry. <laughs> drone, drone. Be like, throw it in there. Make sure whatever finds it cannot follow us back. <laughs> Do you buy the the notion that the public would freak out? If it was revealed that UFOs are, no. are actually a thing, no. I don't know if I do either. Well, no way. It, it depends. Know. Like, uh, you know, in the in movie, uh, have you ever seen this movie, The Dark Knight? Batman, yeah, I've seen that. You've seen it, right? Have you seen it? No, <laughs> no, all right, no. Well, there's a part in there where the Joker is talking uh, to Harvey. He's like also known as Two Face. I know you don't know about that stuff. But, yeah, Batman. Uh, yeah, never, bro. never heard of him. <laughs> the guy that makes comics doesn't know, doesn't know about this stuff. It's okay. Believe it or not. But he's telling him, he's like, you know, if I put out a press release today telling the public this is going to happen, you know, like no one really freaks out because right. that's part of the plan, you know. And that was a huge, actually, part of the movie that I love because it's such a true statement, right? Like, mm -hmm. as long as things are going as part of the plan, it doesn't matter what's happening, you know? Like, it's just people need to feel reassured that somebody is in control of it or watching it or well, whatever. Yeah, I, I could feel, I could see yeah. that. But even if it was, if it just came out of nowhere saying aliens were here, they would yeah, say, people yeah. would be like freaking out about it. But then, you know, once you find out it's safe, they bring no harm. Look, those, people if, would go and try to get abducted. You know what yeah, I mean? for sure. We'll try to get the tech. And you know, people would be like, yo, what's your virtual reality for sex, bro? Yeah. What's good? Yeah. That was some real shit. That actually reminded me of uh, the movie Independence Day. Yeah, that's why I said it. When they're all partying and shit, <laughs> trying to get the... Yeah. I, that always struck me as some real-ass shit. That was a real-ass moment in a super popcorn-ass movie. Yeah. Right? Honestly. Because yeah. I feel like people would do that. 100%. Especially nowadays, dude. Oh, what? Everybody would be out there on Instagram Live trying to fucking get abducted <laughs> into the motherfucking UFO. With signs, yeah. glow sticks. Yeah, for sure. That but, that part of the movie kept it super real, man. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah you know that's fucking that's scary when it's that real. When something it's that science fiction has one moment of truth like that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can see that it'll be ultra music festival. Uh, now you, they're like aliens are coming. Alien, zap. Right. It's yeah. gone. It's over. But that the key is that that one moment says more about human nature than it does about aliens or anything else. Uh, you know? Absolutely. It's just it's just talking about the nature of us. You know, we're attention whores, man. Yeah, I know. Like we run towards danger just to like you know. Look at me. Show, I'm here. Show off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Uh, you know I, how I really think the government would handle it is like that movie Arrival. Have you seen that movie? Yes. No, I haven't, man. Yo, that movie is so Arrival. good. It's a good movie. Yeah. But yeah, they, you know, they like freaking quarantine the whole like state. You know what I mean? You can't even go into that state and shit. You know, so like it is, it, yeah. you know, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all, man, because, yeah. you know, think about that's a that's the biggest threat the world will see at that moment. Yeah. Oh, by far. You think that'll bring the world together? No. Nah. Or like set everyone for apart. For a little while. For Human little nature while. will never change. Man. We're always going to be 
like a bunch of animals, you know. What will happen is you'll have people that want to fight, and then you have people that want to side with the monster. Of course. But no one, uh, nothing brings people together more than a common enemy, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to see that theory tested on a worldwide scale. But temporarily, though. Maybe temporarily, but even so. Like, going back to 9 11, when 9 11 happened, in the immediate months, Mm -hmm. Bush's approval rating was off the charts. It was like 70 something. You know what I mean? It was off the charts because. Everybody, we're like, yo, we just got attacked. Yeah. Everybody, it doesn't, it didn't matter if you were a Democrat, Republican, didn't libertarian. Matter, it didn't fucking matter, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we, if that were to happen today, I mean, think about it. We just pulled out the nu- of a nuclear treaty mm-hmm. with Russia, and Russia did the same. Mm. And now everyone's testing their nuclear weapons. Trump just announced a space force. <laughs> and I'm saying. Like, and I, so did Steve Carell. So did Steve Carell. And then he beat me too. And then China, they didn't put out a nuclear weapon. They put out a rail gun that will whoop your ass mm-hmm. if it shoots a pencil. Like in like in Halo. Shit. Yo, for real, like in Halo. What? Yo, the rail gun is not based on it's. So when you read up on the on the rail gun that China developed, mm-hmm. it's not a weapon that shoots explosives. Mm-hmm. It's a weapon that's mainly based on the delivery. On the, on the projection, yeah, mm-hmm. versus the art, the the well, the the weapon. Mm-hmm. So it's shooting. It could shoot a block of of aluminum. Just any projectile. Any projectile, but what fuck you up isn't the fact that it's a projectile made of God, God knows what the fuck. It's the speed. Mm-hmm. It's the speed of the railgun because it shoots it so hard, mm-hmm. and yo, know, the impact, all the physics all, that went into the engineering of this of this weapon makes it scary as fuck. It goes through. Anything. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, put it to you like this. When you see the video, it shows it to you one way, regular speed, and it's you can't fathom what's going on. You just know they shot something and everything blew up. They slow it down, and you're like, what is that little thing that they just shot wow. that created all this chaos? Bro. China got fucking CRISPR and the railgun. We're yeah. fucked. Yeah, and they yeah. say, and they say they're like saying um, that the scientists that used CRISPR, mm-hmm. it was two ladies. Right. It's mm-hmm. two sets of babies. Yeah. So that he got in trouble too. He's right now facing smacked him in the gonna wrist, bro. On the wrist? They're gonna do the same shit they did to the to the Nazi scientists, man. They're gonna look, we're gonna give you full pardons, but you work for us now. Right. You're gonna make But CRISPR's not his technology though. But he took He's it. just a guy that that actually tried it on a human subject. I believe that China's already doing that. For so, sure. So if anything, I think they're going to make an example of there this There was guy. a few years ago, China put out an... Uh, it was an interesting article. It was about cloning animals. Mm-hmm. They said, fuck all the rules and regulations. We're cloning animals. Mm-hmm. You want to stop us? Come over and stop us. Mm-hmm. But the factory's built. Look how pretty it is. Right. And we're going to start cloning animals. Okay. And not only that, but they started working on, you know, they had some scientific applications as well. Mm -hmm. But they said, fuck everyone else. We're doing this and we're doing this. It came out for one week. Everyone shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's something that they, that I think that that was years ago. That was easily. What's wrong with cloning animals though? Or, or like fucking with the DNA of people. What you mean? I don't know. Like, what's I mean, the there's moral? Do, look, there's you know, there's moral questions that I, you can ask. That, for yeah, me, for you me, may stand on one side of it, but there's no denying that there's a moral question that exists. If God Absolutely. gave you the ability to mess with it, though, doesn't he? 
doesn't it condone it? Right. Does it give you the right to? I mean, I'll give you that's 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 a really complicated answer there. I'll give you the easy answer yeah. on my end at least. I can speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many horror movies. I've seen too many sci-fi movies. <laughs> I feel you. Hey, right about that. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. This isn't gonna go the way you think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, someone's gonna say, "Look, we're gonna cl-, like yeah. whoever like a Jurassic Park. We're gonna close dinosaurs." Oh, you've seen that. Someone yeah. didn't say that's a bad idea, bro. Yeah. Like, you should not do that. It's a really bad idea. Right, right. <laughs> no, they were like, money. <laughs> so I was hearing someone say, like, de-extinction is what they're calling it or whatever. And de-extinction on a small scale, like, let's say, within the last hundred years is not bad. Like, we could reintroduce some animals that have gone extinct without yeah. uh, terribly affecting the ecosystem in a negative way, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah, dino- bringing dinosaurs back would obviously be a disaster. You know what I mean? Complete disaster. Yeah. Yeah. You'd release a pterodactyl. Yeah. There goes but a few that, planes. That's crazy, though, that we can, like, engineer creatures now. Like, it's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy, but at the same time, you think about it. And you've been watching sci-fi for so long. Right. You're not really surprised. Before that, man, Frankenstein. But you yeah, know what? Frankenstein even, even, yeah. But the fact that it's been part of sci-fi for so long only means to me that they are going to do it for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think sci-fi works. I think it works both ways in that sense. It's like a, mm-hmm. it serves as inspiration for people to actually try to do what they just saw in the movie. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy, actually. They're going to do it. They're going to do it because, you know, because they can and because they're scientists and because that's what they do. <laughs> like, oh, good idea we try to fucking you know make a life let's right. do that exactly. like hey it's it is possible so let's go do it so okay what about this what if they come back and say we can fuck with your genes and make you younger would you do it yeah you know what i mean like actually, actually hold on there's sure. a difference i wouldn't live forever i would make myself younger if right. I, but without looking like botox yeah no, yeah just literally i'd have rejuvenate. questions i'd have questions if i could rejuvenate and say all right so how long yeah i want to go about 10 years i'm, I'm, I'm right. good something like i that. mean i mean i just wouldn't want to do anything these women go through or what if they could give you guys pills? it's going to be introduced through porn or sex so the first thing is going to be bro do you want to have a two-foot cock that's going to be the first thing people are going to be like hell yeah they're going to be walking around with two-foot dicks like the chicks with the big butts nowadays geneticists are going to be the new plastic surgeons they're going to be and then from there they'll be like yeah you know what like maybe we could just make a fucking maybe we could keep this guy alive forever (laughs) first it's like you start with trying to keep a heart on forever then it's like okay maybe we'll keep him alive forever yeah like do you want to look like a negro de whatsapp <laughs> but that's usually the way it works, man. With tech, I know we've mentioned this before, but like yeah. technology usually 100%. gets introduced through porn or some some vice. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It does, but I mean, like we're at a point where, like, what would it take to really impress you, tech wise? I mean, I'm pretty impressed every day, actually. Like, man, like some, you know, like what was it the other day? I'm easily impressed. Though I just got Instagram like two months ago or a month oh, ago. Not even. So. Yeah, he's still <laughs> impressed by like Instagram filters and shit. So, like, Whoa, yeah. that's shiny. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> There's this app that like you could point your camera on your phone at a sign in a different language and it translates it for you or whatever. That's I mean, just yeah. crazy. So, yeah. You know, that's yeah. cool. Is that I'm, cool? I don't know. Or that, that's cool. I'm just I'm saying like <laughs> something you wouldn't expect. Like that, I would expect that. Yeah. Like I expect mm. at some point you have glasses. That you look at things, that's the same song. That you look at something with glasses and it'll describe it for you. What about this? Have you seen the Google Assistant thing? No. Okay, so literally, uh, you could, you know, 
say to it, I want you to make a dinner reservation. I'm against all that stuff. And it calls the, it literally calls on the phone. It calls the restaurant and it sounds like a human. And it's like, hey, my name is I'm so-and-so's assistant. I would like to make a reservation for Friday at 8 p.m. It sounds real as shit. I'm totally against it. The other that. person is completely oblivious that it's a computer call. Hell no. Fuck you know that. what people kind of like don't think about is that even all that technology, there's still a lot of manpower behind it. There it yeah. is. Like, like that thing that could recognize the signs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You better believe that there's a bunch of guys working behind the scenes, deciphering signs and translating signs. Well, it's I actually worked a part-time gig transcribing voice, task, voice uh, texts. Mm-hmm. So I would receive like a list of a bunch of like, bro, hundreds, you know wow. what I'm saying? Of like voice texts of people leaving all kind of fucking messages Mm -hmm. and I had to transcribe it because like some of the words were hard to hear maybe they were using some kind of slang and but there was manpower behind that shit it wasn't like the computer just calculating and figuring (laughs) it out you know what I mean but now it is I think now they have like uh, this was like two years two three years ago that I did this you know it wasn't that long ago Mm -hmm. things like that like Alexa Mm -hmm. Cortana things like that scare the shit out of me just Mm -hmm. because it just it's it's the human like you're, you're dumbing yourself down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just drives yeah. me nuts. Like, that's, I'm totally against doing that. Like, I, I wouldn't do it, but it's crazy to know that, like, they have their own voice right. like that. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, you couldn't tell super that, creep, it's, that it's super a creepy. It's crazy. I heard all kind of crazy shit. That's another aspect of it, too. It's like hearing somebody's text messages and shit like that. Like, um, I heard drug deals mm-hmm. when oh, I was sure. doing that job. I heard a dude like breaking up with his chick. I heard oh, I man. seen like a, a dude get caught cheating. I heard all Oof. kind of crazy shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, you hear stuff like that. What, what goes through your mind, man? I mean, like at the end of the I day, I just think you, it was funny. Like you just, you just, you just had a peep into actually listening to everyone's conversation yeah. like in the the most the most truest version of that. Yeah. In an intimate in an intimate way yeah it like, felt wrong is that something you would want to do like do you no. want to, would you feel comfortable being able to hear anyone's conversations like that? i think everyone has a little voyeur like you know instinct sure. to them but nah it's not something i would want to do for a living definitely not yeah i try to i try to fight that instinct like i try not to yeah. rubberneck on the you know yeah my, accidents my and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i'm like unless they you know unless i see it happen in front of me or something like that other than that you know yeah that's just weird, man, because you would think there's there's that train of thought. I don't know, like, you want to know everything. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I was like, yo, I wouldn't, mean, I wouldn't mind being, like, have that Superman hearing where you can hear everything. Right. And then you, you hear shit like that. Like, you hear breakups, drug deals. Nah, not really, <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah. Keep that shit. What was that movie about Jesus? I forget which one it was. It was either Last Temptation or Passion of the Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. That it would, like torture him that he could hear all the voices it would have to be last temptation because i think it was last temptation because the passion of the christ had no powers it was just right and it was based suffer. like in, yeah it was like a couple hours the whole watching movie watching him suffer mm-hmm. yeah, like his, i don't know why anyone would want to watch that have you seen the last temptation yeah that's a no no last temptation no martin no, scorsese no. yeah i know i'm slipping yeah it's a yeah great i did see the the other one the, but that shit was too passion of christ watch it again bro yeah I don't know why anyone watch it. That doesn't I, teach me shit. I don't Just, like movies with religious, like, you know, themes or topics and shit. Like, I don't know. I love them. Like, I don't know why. Like, there was I, one movie I saw once when I was a kid called The Seventh Sign. Have you guys ever yeah, seen that movie? Yeah, that shit is good. No. That shit, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's like about, like... The it's Seventh Sign of the Apocalypse. Right. It's and really it's, dope. And it's like a suspense horror thriller or whatever. That shit fucked me up because I saw it too young or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, now I'm like, yo, now the fucking... What's that movie with the... 
the girl that's like tied to the bed and shit. And oh, she, The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, I won't watch that's that. That's the corniest movie in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that as a kid, and I was like, "Yo, really?" Yeah, never. Like I don't know, man. I, I never was that affected by horror movies. Yeah. The only one that really fucked with me was Pet Cemetery. Yes. That movie fucked me up, Ooh, bro. Bro, that little and kid in the cat. And there was Ugh. a spaceship movie. About like the spaceship was like haunted. It was with Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, uh, Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Yeah, that, that movie was, was scary, good. bro. Yeah, that, it really was. Those are like the only two off rip that I could think of that actually scared me. And then like Carrie scared me, but not like in a shock kind of way. But the image of like the pig blood falling on her and shit, you know, that whole scene or right. whatever. And then she fucking wilds out. Yeah. That image stayed with me for a long time as a kid, but almost like in a good way. Like it made me interested in images and in film and how do you make that shit possible, you know? Nah, I was just like, yo, I ain't fucking with none of that devil shit. Yeah, fuck that. I think because growing up Catholic, that shit resonates with you though. Yeah, it was kind of built in, even though like, you know, I'm no longer like a devout Catholic or anything like that, or even Catholic at all, but you know, yeah, it kind of they they fuck you up, you know. They indoctrinate you. And well, they try like, <laughs> to. I think yeah. they try to. At an early age, they, they used to tell me, um, you know, you, we have original sin. I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, say this Bible verse; it'll save your soul. Right. So I repeated the thing this guy says. I was like, yo, let me ask you a question though. And I went twelve years old, and he was like, anything, God has answers. What about the people that were born before Jesus? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to their souls? Right. Oh, they're in hell. <laughs> well, not in the past. <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah, I'm, he promised I'm, answers. <laughs> I was like, brother, I'm done. Like, I I got that same answer from so many people that I was like, I was done with religion at an early age. Yeah. Can you sell an idea like Jesus without introducing hell? No, you need a no, you, need, you, a bad guy. need the you need the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's what was so. You know, there's no mentions of Satan in the Old Testament, right? No, I didn't. Uh, the snake, the snake being Satan, mm-hmm. is something that was reinterpreted in the new in the New Testament. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they they went back and like recon that shit. They, they got better yeah. at storytelling. Yeah. yeah, and and so the New Testament, the Old Testament was just like the Jews fighting for their land mm-hmm. over and over and over uh-huh. and over. Almost That's like a record or an account or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then like you know we're the people of uh, the God of Israel. We're right. like the God's preferred people. Mm-hmm. The fucking New Testament introduced the ultimate hero and the ultimate villain. Yeah. And that's the formula that's been copied ever since, yeah. dude. Every th- piece yeah, of entertainment that you've seen ever since, dude. And th- that's why I don't believe in that the devil like that. Like I don't I don't think it's yeah. it's a real thing. I think it's it's a lot yeah. of bullshit. All of it is, man. I think it's there's positive energy and negative energy yeah. that that's there to counterbalance it, bro. And if you yeah, had, if you had, let's say let's say you had a the physical representation of Satan. Mm-hmm. What he would be? It would be a good-looking dude. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Would it be a guy with horns? It would be the Apachino, or a good looking, well, or a good-looking well girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and an it, angel. Elizabeth, so angels uh, are. What's that girl that's in that movie? Uh, bedaz- oh, no, bedazzled. Uh, bedazzled. Yeah, oh, yeah. Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. That's yeah, her name. Was, yes. oh, she was fine. Yeah. yeah, she was hot back in the day. Hell yeah. So uh, imagine you had you had uh, either Pacino or Hurley, right? Yeah. You know I would have I mean? sold my soul to Hurley for sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yours. Easy, bro. Easy. But like that's that's like you you just it's it's a it's a matter of perspective with these people. Mm-hmm. Like, what but makes why does that it person? have to be a a fucking some a personification of it? 
for it to be real in maybe like a metaphorical sense. You know what I mean? Well, what like be- that, I think that's the mistake that people make with the Bible and with these religious books. Mm-hmm. It's that people take them literally. I don't think they're meant to be taken literal. I think it's a system of values that's being passed down from one generation. And the best way to pass down information is through storytelling. I that's agree. literally, I think that is the essence of the Bible. I don't think there's... Any, maybe there was a Jesus that existed. I don't know. But the <laughs> shit that you're reading about in the Bible is allegory, bro. These are right. stories, man. It's the Matrix. You know yeah, these mean? are anecdotes that are being passed down from generation. Because if the Bible was just a, a fucking list mm-hmm. of commandments, it wouldn't have made it past one generation. Because right, who the right. fuck is going to read that shit? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like it's You got to wrap it up in a nice story. This is attention span. (laughs) (laughs) It's biblical, but this is basic human communication. This this is even true today. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just funny to me when I see people taking like the Bible and that's and that sort of stuff serious. I mean, or literal, not serious. Literal. You should take it seriously. Right. Yeah. The stories, the morals. Get the the lessons out of it. Exactly. And the question also is like, does it matter if I say that I believe in God? What does it matter what comes out of my mouth? Like, doesn't it matter more if I'm living as if I believe in God? Right. Isn't that what yeah. really counts? Right. Who cares what I say? It's like, you can say whatever the fuck. It doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah, but if you're living as if a God exists or as, as if you know that there, there's a positive and a negative and you're trying to stay on the positive side, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh. Then, you know, what you, separates you from a guy that just that fucking got on his knees and said, Jesus, save my soul. Because he said those four words. Yeah, uh, he's better than I am, mm-hmm. or he's welcome into heaven, and I'm not. That's you know, that's where I draw the line on that shit. Do you believe in God? See, you're asking that question. I live as if God exists. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do I believe in God? I mean, what, I don't know what the fuck like, that means. I, live, I just live. finished saying that I think I, I, aliens created us. So uh, I, <laughs> yes, I believe in God. I believe in aliens, bro. <laughs> I don't doubt there in that part. Listen, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, so, but okay, so like you're saying. I live as if God exists, meaning like I try to do good or stay on the positive side because I'm afraid of the consequences. Yeah. So like the reason I think that religion works on little kids, particularly, that's when you're going to get into a religion. It's when you're young. You know, mm-hmm. obviously there's cases where people get into it older, but it's like it gives you that accountability for when your parents aren't there, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's like God is watching. Even if I'm yep. at work, right. God is watching. So, so you is need the devil. And so is the devil. And so is so Santa the Claus. devil is trying to tempt you. All they're doing yep. is like personifying these like these truths right. to humanity. You know, the devil's trying to tempt you. That, that just means that like the dark side. It's the fucking right. Star you're, Wars, bro. It's a story you keep seeing over and over and over. You know, it's like the story of God is the things your mom and your dad are telling you to do. The story of the devil is the things you're gonna do against the wishes of your mom and your dad. Exactly. Right, exactly. You know, it's it's. <laughs> I'd be scared shitless too if they told me, you know, and they tried to, but I was like, bro, this bullshit. Yeah, me too. Like, they were like, you're gonna go to hell and this and that, and then once I was able to 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 consume information in books and not really take it word for word, mm-hmm. I started reading uh, Dante's Inferno and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I was like. This dude did not just go through all this because of fucking some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And what? How? How many people would there really be? Let's do the math. How many people have lived on this planet? Right. And then it goes back to ghosts. You know, you talk about God and the devil, but then it, it eventually bleeds into ghosts and spirits yep. and da da da. Mm-hmm. So people are like, that house is haunted. You know how many people died, and you start thinking about all the wars and all this. You're like, the whole world would be haunted. You know how many right. ghosts we should have walking this earth. You know right. how many sightings we should be having. Right. Yeah. 
but yeah, we right. don't. Yeah. And, you know, and people think they could control ghosts and I'm going to do this spell and put these concussions. Do you believe like in angels and guardian angels? No. Like you don't I mean, think like it, that? No, because that, I, I really do think those states of it's a comfort. It's a comforting thought to mm-hmm. think that right. anyone that's died in my family is still with me. Right. Where's the proof? Right. Where show me make things move. Right. How do I? And if you make it move, how do I know you're not the psychic? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then it's a question after a question. And it's like, I believe it to an extent. I believe, I, I believe it a little bit. But it's not to say that I think that I, I'm surrounded by ghosts, mm-hmm. right? by my loved ones. I'm not going to Black Panther it. And, and when I die, I'm going to be reunited with all my family <laughs> and previous generations. Yeah. I don't, that's, that's a little far-fetched when you think of it's the numbers of how many people there are in this world. Yeah. And how many people are killed daily. Right. You know what I mean? You have in Africa, whole tribes are slaughtered. Yeah. Some gorilla just what happened to Comey? <laughs> the whole Coney thing, and you know, Coney destroyed all these people. And how many ghosts are walking around in the forest now, right? Or in the jungles, yeah. You know, yeah, there's definitely something to be said for you know, hard evidence, but I also do think that there's a lot of things that we don't know, right? absolutely. There's dark matter, dark energy, there's a bunch of shit that we know measure, nothing about, but you can measure. To you a measure, certain extent. You, but you, you can, can begin measure to it. measure it. Like, you can't measure a guardian angel. Oh, no, no, no. Not a guardian angel. <laughs> you know but what I'm saying? Maybe no, no. it's that, like, in a form that, you know, it's, like, that's just a non-scientific explanation of it or something like that, you know? Yeah. Right? But there's certain phenomena, like, something we talked about one time is when uh, people take hallucinogenics and then they come back um, mm-hmm. saying they had a spiritual experience. Like, why are so many people having the same account of something yeah. like uh, maybe well, yeah. there's something there maybe there's not but it's yeah. definitely something that we can't explain there's no science to the, At all. Here, that can explain that here's how i how i envision it or how i try to picture it to make sense of it you know those uh balls of electricity and you put your hand mm-hmm. to the glass and it kind of you know mm-hmm. shoots a an electrical current so that's I, I picture like a collective consciousness being like the center of the ball right mm-hmm. and then each life is a stream of electricity stemming from that you know what i mean or each each consciousness mm-hmm. i would say right so at some point when you die that stream gets returned to the center and contributes to the collective consciousness you know what i mean and so on and so forth so uh that's how i picture it. i don't necessarily believe in god but i do believe in like a collective energy source or something yeah. like that I'm know? with that yeah I'm no. definitely with that bro and at the end of the day it's it's whatever sounds good to you man right you know yeah and like, then from there like it could really stem into a million things right like let's say angels are really like uh, you know you could explain it somehow scientifically they are an aberration of this ball of energy sending out a signal trying to send you a message for help or whatever at the time that you need it and, it, mm-hmm. and your our interpretation of the world you know through our brain created this human-like person that comes in and interferes, right? right? Or like, whatever, you know what I mean? But, you know, maybe it's designed to work that way, you know what I mean? And it's not just a fluke, you know? But yeah. but who knows? Like, you know, do I believe that there's a... The same way I don't believe there's conspiracy theorists and like a room <laughs> full of people like, you know, like planning the fate of the world. I don't believe there's a, a big guy in a white suit like sitting on a throne and like... Yeah, you know, that's a little far-fetched. Yeah. You gotta... It, just like the, the guy on the throne, just like the group of... The think tank controlling the world. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it just depends what you're trying to... What the point is you're trying to make. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to tell me there's some big guy in a throne that decides on my tomorrows and, mm-hmm. and everything I, I make, say that doesn't sound realistic. Yeah. But you tell me a think tank is trying to make 
my society moving a certain direction, mm-hmm. I could believe that. I could believe that for that sure. That I could believe. What if Morgan yeah. Freeman told you that ghosts exist? Would you believe he, it then? If he, the question is, <laughs> does he end... If Elizabeth Hurley said if at the end, If at the end of his, his explanation, he ends it with titty sprinkles, I'll believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Morgan Freeman will convince me of a lot of shit. Nah. Well, yeah, but, but see, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's so many things that you could even start putting together like to get an answer but it's like like Shali said man like it just depends on what you what you like that you heard yeah mm-hmm. which part of the story do you resonate with right and what makes my story any more valid than yours or than yours you know right. like who's to say sure sounds good to me alien sounds good to me bro I'm going with that one I believe I'm going with that one. you choose your own adventure bro choose your own adventure shout Page out to Bandersnatch that shit sucked <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see it, man. People kept telling me it was gonna be, it was gonna be dope, and then I just waited. I was like, I'm not gonna watch it till someone else watches. It. Mierda, bro. Everyone was like, "Yo, it was whack as fuck." People, really? <laughs> people, I thought people loved it. Man. People's hype meter is like way off lately, man. Like people have been hyping so much crappy shit yeah. that I'm like, fuck, I don't believe what anybody's like. You know, when there's hype, I stay away from it purposely. Yo, I, I, um, like Game of Thrones I'm sorry I can't watch Game of Thrones I haven't gotten into Game of Thrones man. <laughs> Yo, listen I, I thought the same it. look I used to say I used to make fun of Game of Thrones uh-huh. every every week someone would say yo this red wedding and I say and I come up with a bunch of jokes putting them down right. the whole nine right. so I'd be like I don't watch shows yo, about wizards <laughs> listen it's not about wizards yo right. well you watch it that's what they would say <laughs> look I, no, but that's the thing I, I made fun of it up right. until the very end right. and then at the ve- what the last week of the last the last uh, showing of the series yo I, I started binging I watched one episode I was like yo let me just watch one so I can stop talking shit or right. at least you know whatever I watched one and then when I got to the last one <laughs> I was, a day and a half later <laughs> yo I was hooked hooked yeah. like the shit is the stories are well put together right. the dramas are well put together it's not about you know when you watch Harry Potter they're like Akuna Matata but the right, yeah. this is gonna happen right. and it's none of that fluffy did you bullshit. like Lord of the Rings yeah, see, I don't director's like cut. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't fuck with Lord of the Rings like that. Like I've seen them all. It's the wizards, I'm telling you. Like that's oh, what messes just that whole <laughs> shit. Like that fantasy genre doesn't really appeal to me, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I I see where people wouldn't dig it, but if you're gonna watch it, watch the director's but, cut. But like I love like a good like a King Arthur movie or something like that, Robin Hood, like Thirteenth Warrior, Thirteenth Warrior. But, I, but look, I'll tell you this, Lord of the, I mean, uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. What I've seen of it mm-hmm. looks fucking amazing like it it's amazing. so well produced mm-hmm. Yo, story but it just hasn't wise. drawn me in to like yeah. want to commit Listen, all this time to actually watch I'm it I'm not saying it's bad because obviously a lot of people like it and enjoy it you know what people I'm die just, yeah. no you're, the thing about yeah, it, what people. separates Game of Thrones from every other show is that you watch it you go yo this guy is awesome dead anybody <laughs> could get it anyone could get it and I mean like it's not like they make a big thing out of it right. you'll see homie has a sword, draws his sword he's ready to go forward Dead. There's yeah. an arrow through his skull. Right. right. Uh, next person. Keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, it just keeps moving like that. It's it's one of those stories where regardless who's in the front lines, who's in charge, someone's gonna die. Someone in charge is gonna fall, and it's gonna keep the same. The goal mm-hmm. is gonna be met. Right. One way or another. And the bullshit that happens. That's towards the end. It got into all the the magic shit, and that's it, it's it's mm-hmm. it kind of sucks mm-hmm. from someone that likes all that genre shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of sucks when you all oh, this dragon. They don't explain enough mm-hmm. to for someone that likes like that wizardry and shit. Mm-hmm. You, I can't sit here and be like, "Yo, it's dope. It keeps me on." No, no. 
it kind of sucks. It really sucks. They didn't do a good enough job of uh, the, making you no, is that the connection. They, is that it's it's not that. Is that the way they format it? The mm. story is that they leave that as a great mystery, mm. and then that's the explaining the explaining that's being done little by little. You think it was a mistake? Mm, no, nah, it's it. No, hell no. You're the success of the thing. No, <laughs> what I'm saying, like, uh, you you don't like the fact that they are not explaining it, or you? No, I I would like them to move faster with the storyline okay. to explain a few things mm-hmm. without spoiling who gets to the uh, the throne at the end. Gotcha. But like, how did like develop more the White Walkers instead of having us hang off? You know the way you're right now. Anything uh, end game. Even if it's a, a small clip, it gets all these yes. views. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So, we have a thing going. We mentioned Marvel on every single episode. We were going the whole episode Check. without mentioning oh, Marvel. Man, sorry. <laughs> you know, part of me was like, I don't know if I should mention this. We need a bell or some shit, dude. No, it's not planned, though. It somehow just comes up in conversation well, in every fucking conversation. Well, let me, well, let me tell you. Yes. Um, so, the. The way, well, I forgot what the I even so when you see advertisements <laughs> for Endgame, you were so saying? no. So when you see one leak for mm-hmm. End Games, everyone goes apeshit. Yes, and I think that's what happens with a lot of these things like Game of Thrones. There's there's a little part they give you that everyone goes crazy over, but it's throughout the whole season because mm-hmm. they don't give you any more. Right up until the end. Right. Okay. And then that's like that suspense for me. It kills me because I love it, but. I like the show for more than that. I like the, you know, people will hang on that little piece mm-hmm. and I don't. I, I like the story. I like the fact that they put these characters together a specific way. There's a girl that becomes an assassin, but one of the craziest assassins you'll ever see. Her story is really intricate because it, it definitely deals, it deals with a different set of ethics and morals. Mm-hmm. Each character has to deal with their own. And that's the beauty of that of that show and that series. You're the first person that said something that actually caught my attention. A girl assassin. That sounds cool. <laughs> no, well, I've got a good comic book that you should read. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But see, and that's and that's um, popovaworld.com. And there you go. <laughs> and then um, that's that's the thing with uh with with the show that the assassin is a man with no face. They they pray the, to the god with no face. Mm-hmm. So you're an assassin that you take anyone's face. Mm. It's really creepy, really morbid at the at the end of it when you think about how they have to get someone's face, they have to kill them, cut it off, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. So it's they cut all that bullshit out mm-hmm. and they just give you the the meat and potatoes. Yeah. But a good show like that is was really dope, man. You you're slipping. I think you guys would really enjoy <laughs> I, I think after it makes its run, I think eventually yeah. I'll catch it cuz I got HBO, you know what I mean? Oh, eventually I'll catch it, but it's right now to commit the time to it's, you know, it's a lot. I feel you. I feel yeah. you. I've tried several times too, and like oh, man. I just can't get past that first scene of Look, the first just, episode. <laughs> just, just do this. If you really want to see something, just go straight to the red wedding. Fuck uh, Yeah, I've else. seen the red wedding. I've seen that, and it's crazy. That's the whole shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yo, it listen. didn't make me want to watch the show, but right. I was like, damn, that's dope. A dope that's filmmaking his... is just dope, yeah. period. Yeah. Now, now that we open up the door to Marvel, have you guys been watching Punisher by any chance? No. Season three? No. Oh, I'll be honest. Season, season two, right? Season three, I think. Season Punisher two. Season, two. season two. Season two. Yeah. Season two. Yeah, season two. Nah, I'm done with Marvel, bro. Yeah. Like, you're done uh, with uh, Marvel, period? No, on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix. They're yeah. going to cancel it, bro. Well, they're, yeah. they're done with Marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Netflix is done with Marvel. I thought, I thought Daredevil was really dope. Like, the last season that dropped was, like, a, it was coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have actually been saved, and then they canceled it. Right. And then um, Iron Fist really sucked. Sucked. Yo, and I would have... I backed up Iron Fist after the first... I was like, yo, that dude's dope. You don't get him. For Yo, and then... The what's the movie with all of them together? Defenders. Yo, Defenders yeah. came out. I got hype watching everyone come out. Then they showed Iron Fist. I was like, binga. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's when I realized, like, yo, this guy sucks for real. I only balls, liked one yeah. part of his whole show. And that's the drunk, the, the, the drunken monk. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The drunk style. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing I liked because. Yeah. But the pe- fighting was so bad on that show. It was horrible. Yeah. It was really and it's bad. really good on Daredevil. So it's like you could yes, really bro. tell the difference, yeah. man. The co- the fight choreography yeah. on Daredevil is fucking amazing. On dude. Punisher too, man. Punisher's yeah. the fight choreography is. Dope, I just dude. I just felt like the moment I watched it, I'd be let down because yeah. I'd say, "All right, next season." I was hyped next for season. Punisher because he's like one of the characters that I really like from the comics, but yeah. I couldn't get past season one, man. Really, really. Yeah, I don't know. And oh, people with the keep PTSD telling me, thing? yeah. And I only got like six episodes in, so like a lot of people have told me that that's where it starts getting good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just haven't. I don't have the inspiration to fucking go back in and, and finish it. I just yeah. don't. It's it the same thing with Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah same thing. I, it too long I didn't like Luke in. Cage either, man. Either. It takes too long to get. I don't into. like Jessica Jones either. I, I, no, I thought Jessica Jones was dope. The first the season first was, dope. was awesome. The villain like made it. it made it all. Yeah, the villain was great oh, in the first it was season. So dope, and yeah. the fact that he used to be Doctor Who was even better. What are you looking forward to that's coming out uh, in 2019, man? There's a lot of shit coming. There out is this a year. lot, bro. But I'll be honest. Um, I really am looking forward to the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man. Phoenix. Well, I King heard there they were talks that it might take him off of it, no? No, nah, no way. Take who they off? Already I saw, filmed, they already put him money into filming uh, in the whole night. Okay. They might take who off of it? That it might not be him that's the Joker or whatever. No, maybe I think what you heard was it's probably not an origin Joker story. Yeah, that he's no, probably I, yeah. not the real Joker. Yeah, the guy is that what they're saying. The Joker. Uh, yeah, okay. that he's but the guy. I, you know what? I would want him as a Joker. He may, he seems like a dope enough Joker. You know what I mean? I think that it's going to exist in its own world. Yeah. I think the Joker movie exists in its own world. And I think the upcoming uh, Batman movie by yeah. Matt Reeves, it's mm-hmm. in its own world too. And I think when they have Joker, it's going to be a different Joker. Yeah. So you think that maybe they're going back to what you were thinking was their way, their path to success, which is like more freestanding movies as opposed to like yeah, this universe. To. Yeah, yeah, the president to. of DC confirmed it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he came out and said it. Toby Emmerich, I think. No, that's not his name. No. Uh, Toby Hamada. Something Hamada. Well, whatever. Uh-huh. The dude talked and he said that, yeah, we're going to go back to the like director-driven uh, approach, which I think is the way you should do it, man. Yeah, man. They, they, they were winning. Time. Yeah. They were winning, man. They had Christopher Donner, Superman. They had fucking uh, Tim Burton, mm-hmm. Batman. Then they had Chris Nolan, Batman. Like You had the formula already. Get a good director and let him direct his yeah. vision and leave him the fuck alone. Right. Yeah. They're going to make dope movies. you know. Right. And, and all the talk about the Schneider Cut, man. I don't want to... Who cares anymore? Like, yeah. I don't want to see that shit. That movie was garbage, man. Yo, Justice was League was garbage. Why do I want to see another cut of that? You want me to give you another chance you to seen disappoint Aquaman? me? <laughs> Aquaman's hands down probably the best thing DC's put out. You think so? After after all the after Look, Nolan Wonder shit. Woman sucked. You thought Wonder Woman sucked? It was horrible. Like Thank I saw you. it. It was it was good. But it wasn't the amazing movie everyone said uh-huh. it was. Thank I felt I was, that way about Black Panther, to be honest. I didn't think it here. sucked, no, but I didn't it think it was the, like no. as crazy as everybody's making it out to, At all. to be. It, it was, was dope. And it's everything. a dope addition to Marvel. Right. Like an incredible Marvel, but it's not... Yeah. The tip of the ice. It's not even the best Marvel movie. No, absolutely. at all. At all. <laughs> so, it was really dope, but I think there was a, I there was a lot of parts I would rather do do with deal with that be without. Right. In in Black Panther. And the same thing with yo, Wonder Woman was good. It wasn't, it's not like the oh my god movie of the century mm-hmm. at all, by far. I wouldn't even put it, If I wouldn't have put it out. I, like it was I, I thought it was good. I thought, How about this? I it should have been a Netflix only. I thought the villain sucked, yeah. 
And it was a fucking uh, which one? The villain in Wonder Woman, man. Yeah, yeah that dude sucked. It was basically like, uh, what's this guy? This comedian that was whacking off in front of chicks. <laughs> Louis C.K. Yeah, he's like Louis C.K. basically, yeah. you know, acting as the villain. How know? many times do they got to run on, on roofs? I don't know. How many man, times exactly. does a fighting scene have to be on a roof? Like with lasers. Yeah, dude. No, that, so that movie, Aquaman was really dope, though. I didn't like Aquaman. I haven't seen it. Yo, I, if you want, I'll get, give me a USB. I got you. <laughs> okay. It's, I wouldn't have gone to see it in the movie theater. Right. You know, I see it in retrospect. I'm like, damn, I probably should have taken some acid and watched it. <laughs> right. But. You know, it's not it, it's not the most amazing movie, but it's right. pro- hands down it's better than than Wonder Woman. It's better than mm-hmm. Justice League. It's better than Affleck being Batman. But I'm glad to see that DC is moving in that direction, man. And I think Aquaman not being connected to the rest of the DC universe and having all these winks and nods because I did hear that about the movie. It's its own thing, right? It is. They, I, there's mm-hmm. one mention uh, of yeah. Justice League, right? And it's only the beginning because she says, Mira says. Something, something. She says something along the lines of, "You just saved the world from, uh, from Dark Side." Okay. Or from what's it was a Dark Side uh, Steppenwolf. So the, she right. mentions the boombox and the Steppenwolf. Like right. she mentions it. It's one sentence. That's a throwaway it, line. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you could cut it and not know the difference. Exactly. I yeah. just felt like the writing was like, man, like they were like not even trying to be subtle. They were like literally saying like. Oh, this is how you should feel about this, like in the writing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and also like the punchlines too, man. I hate the punchlines. I hate like him busting into Quips. the yeah, I mean, like yeah. permission to come aboard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, and then the CGI is so much CGI. You know what I mean? Because it needs to be obviously it's a it has lot, to be right. Yeah. I get it, but I just movies like that. Like I'm not a huge Avatar fan. I'm not a huge fan of. It's just too much CGI. Yeah. To where I can't get into it, you know what I mean. I think like, the movies that I'm most looking forward to this year are not superhero movies for sure. I, I am looking forward to the Joker, mm-hmm. um, but Tarantino's movie Tarantino's. and and Scorsese's movie are both coming out this year. Oh yeah, the Scorsese powerhouse, the Irishman yeah. with fucking everyone with everyone the, in the, the ultimate Scorsese dream team, dude. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see that. Most of the movies are, you know, I don't even know what's going to come out, bro. I've avoided every spoiler for everything. <laughs> And it, and it started with the DBZ shit. I love DBZ, mm-hmm. DBZ, so I avoided all the spoilers for DBZ. And then in that, I avoided everything movies. <laughs> gotcha. I have a friend that won't watch any trailers. I try Does not it, to. Yeah, it ruins it. I can't, it ruins it. Yo, I, I can't not watch trailers. I know. Listen, I Justice know League. The it. best part, the whole, th- the best thing of Justice League was the trailer. Suicide Squad too. <laughs> Yo, when I saw Squad the trailer, when I saw the trailer yeah. for Suicide Squad, I was like, "Yo, this is gonna be crazy!" And then the fucking movie was a hot pile of garbage. Yeah, man. man. As, as soon as I saw the trailer, I said, "This is the best I'm ever gonna get out of these people." Yeah. And I was right. You know, they're doing Birds of Prey too. Like with uh, that, that shit sucks, looks man. garbage. Looks too, horrible, bro. It looks garbage. Yo, how are you gonna how are you gonna put out Birds of Prey when you can't even put out a, a decent Batman film? What did you think of Man of Steel? The first, the, yeah, it was good. It was I really liked dope. it. It was dope. It, it was a little soft. I like Superman that was a little on the bitch side, but he was. It was good. Like the set, the 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 Batman v Superman mm-hmm. was horrible. Yeah. Killed it for me. Right. Like Superman what, would never let his fucking father die. First of all, at all, You're so I can't that get part. past that. Part. <laughs> I'm sorry. He bro. wouldn't. That makes no How's sense. How's he gonna let his father die? And he's, he'll dad. save some random fucking kid. Get the fuck out of this here. This man with that could, shit. Yo, his girl died. His dad and he gave went him backwards look. in time to save her. The old school Superman. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna let his dad die. And he's gonna let his dad in a tornado. In a tornado. Bro, he could have saved him. He could 
tra- he could have gone against the wind of the tornado and, right. and canceled it out. Right. He couldn't. His dad gave him the look. He said, don't come. No, right. It was the look. It the was dad, the dad, ultimate dad look. The dad look, dude. I don't know. Man. Fuck that bullshit, man. And, I, and if you see the Batman versus Superman when he was in the, in the courtroom and it blows up and he's just there like, fuck, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, damn, I yeah. really fucked up this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, help all these fucking burning people. <laughs> How about that? He's over there fucking sulking. What are you doing, bro? Hypothetically speaking, if that if the, if the dad didn't die in part one, would you be okay with that movie? Nah, I don't think it was the right tone for a Superman movie, man. Why? Because I think a Superman movie should be similar in tone to like a Spider-Man movie. I think it should be upbeat, yeah. uplifting. I think it like Man of Steel was Zack Snyder trying to do Chris Nolan. I really like that movie. I especially because like he was. It doesn't work for him. He was. He was. He was a executive producer, and he wrote the script. Yeah, Chris Nolan wrote the script, but I don't think it works for Superman. I don't. I think that style was perfect for Batman because Batman's are like a ground level superhero, mm-hmm. and he's about like darkness. That ultra realistic style for Superman. It just didn't do it for me, man. Mm-hmm. I needed to see the goofy shit. It should have had more like comedic elements. It should have been more heroic, more daytime shit. Yeah. It should have been more colorful. Like Zack Snyder shit was almost black and white, bro. It's like those, he, beat, he, those bleak ass colors. You know? I thought the action was really good. Like the parts where he was like speed running and punching and that kind but of thing. Like that, bro. That shit. Think about the fights with Zod. Mm-hmm. You, you. Bro, it was that so fight fast. was the entire third if, act of the movie, but though. It was like in three D. You could throw up. I almost threw up. I looked at it and I was like, I took it out. It's too much, sucks, bro. bro. Like, you yeah. can't even see who's fighting. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. don't know what's going on. It's just blur. And it like, lasts for 45 minutes, bro. I thought it was the opposite. Like, I, in my opinion, like, they made the character seem super big on the screen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the whole, like, when he fought the Zod's crew. Yeah. And when he fought Zod. And it is like... A third of the movie, which to me is great, like you know, because every movie I'm always like, man, I wish that fight scene were longer. Yeah, or yeah. So I, I don't know. I really enjoyed I, the movie. I, I mean, it was good, but it did need some comedy in it. My only critique was like the transition from the beginning part when he's on the home planet to the actual story or whatever. Like, I maybe they made it could have made it a flashback instead of just opening the movie with that. But yeah. Other than that, I mean, that was I like that movie. You know what my favorite part of that movie is? It's when. Um, all the television stations, you know, yeah. when the ship comes. Yeah. Right. And the way everyone reacted. Yeah. I thought that was the best. Like, that was a really dope, like, just for an alien movie, period. You right. Know? Like, the way everyone reacted to, to this UFO. Mm-hmm. And it seemed, it felt realistic to me. Mm-hmm. It felt like that's how people would have reacted in yeah. real life. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, the biggest disappointment, though, as a comic book fan, was he didn't say Neil before Zod. True. Yo, yeah, they yeah, should have. They like that yeah. one. That one line. Like, there's two things that should have happened. Mm-hmm. In Man of Steel, he should. Zod should have. He should have been his thing mm-hmm. the whole way through. Neil before Zod. Yeah. That was Zod. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like it would have been the ultimate nod. Right. But they didn't do it. And then when Batman versus Superman, Batman should have told them the whole line from Dark Knight. He goes. You know why I didn't kill you? Because I want you to remember who did it to you. Who almost yeah, killed you? Yeah. Me. Right. Like, if that would have happened, I think everyone would have loved the movie a lot more instead of the Martha thing. Instead, they did Martha. They right. did Martha, bro. Crazy. 
instead of the most classic and epic part of a whole Superman-Batman fight is Batman telling him, I did this to you. Right. I want you to remember that, bitch. Right, exactly. And you know that's what Zack Snyder wanted to do with that movie anyway. He wanted to make The Dark Knight Returns, but he had to, like, kind of make it into a Superman sequel. But, like, what he really wanted to do was Dark Knight Returns. What he should have, like, he tried to take the same tone with Watchmen. And it worked for Watchmen. It really did. I like Watchmen. And Watchmen's awesome. But... It didn't. It did work for Dark Knight because that trilogy had to be that kind of world. Right. But Superman, like some more comedy would have been great. Mm-hmm. Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman. Some more levity, I think, for Man of Steel. And Batman versus Superman just, I think, was ill conceived from the beginning. That shouldn't. That should have been a Superman sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shouldn't have been. You shouldn't have introduced Batman in a team up movie. How do you introduce Batman in someone else's movie, man? Yeah, you don't, I agree. Definitely. They, if they would have shown Batman like a, a snippet, like his involvement in something else, they would have been like, yo, you saw the Batman yeah. Easter egg? Yeah. Right. Give me dope. a fucking little newspaper article and shit or something sure. like that. A little yeah. newspaper article, how they showed like Wayne Tech in the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Give me something like that and I'm good. I don't need you to introduce Batman in someone else's movie. Talk about mismanaging your assets, bro. Big time. It's right. your most valuable character. And you're just gonna throw him in as like this side character in yeah. Superman sequel. That's Anything bullshit. you do it opposite, you know what I mean? You throw in Superman into a Batman movie or something right. like that. You know? That's it, but in comics that works. No, yeah, no, no, yeah no. I say keep them apart in the movies. Well, look yeah. at Thor Ragnarok though, with the Thor and Hulk. But that know? was awesome. This yeah. is different. There's a there's a dynamic going there. None yeah. of them are overpowered. Right. But Granted. listen. But listen to this too. Like the Marvel universe was mostly created by one guy with the explicit purpose. Of having them all in one universe. Mm-hmm. DC characters were all created by individual creative teams. And the guy that was fucking doing Batman wasn't worried about what the guy that was writing Green Lantern was yeah, doing. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And so that's the way those characters were born into the comics. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I don't think DC should be trying to copy Marvel's thing. Cause, because with Marvel... It's organic. These right. characters were created to be in the same world. Yeah, not the, the other DC way characters were created independently, bro. So make them independent in the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't need Wonder Woman to show up in a Batman movie, man. Right. Yeah, Marvel's dope the way they do things. I mean, even yeah, you're absolutely right. Most likely, it is the same. Not most likely, it is the same team, and most likely because of that, they are able to go and put little Easter eggs and mm-hmm. clues into films like. I think I told you there was one where they used the same actor in two movies, but one was based in the 1950s. I think it was Captain America or something Mm -hmm. like the 1940s. And the other movie is based in uh, present time. And so the actor had a picture of himself actually as his grandfather. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? On his desk. You know what I mean? So those kind of little clues I love. You know what I mean? See, Easter eggs like that make it so much more entertaining to watch. Right. when you brought up Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. listen, I've watched that movie easily 10 times. <laughs> I love that flick. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing they don't do with Hulk that I'm glad they don't do is introduce the different versions of Hulk. Because right. Hulk easily becomes a world breaker Hulk. That he's the angrier he gets, the worse he gets. Mm-hmm. And if he if he gets depressed, he becomes Call. Mm-hmm. Or it's Call, I think. Uh, it's Claw. Claw. Oh, okay. It's Claw. So... Um, I'm glad they don't introduce those aspects of it and they just keep it very mainstream with him, streamline it with him because it just creates a better storyline. Yeah. You know, the... And plus, uh, they don't have the rights to do a solo Hulk movie. Right. So that's why you can take an asset like Hulk and stick him as a side character in the Thor movie. Yeah. Right. But I'm they giving that as do... an example of a team-up. You know no, but I, mean? I don't think they wanted to do a solo movie anymore. But they earned that team-up though. Yeah. 
how far into the Marvel oh, Cinematic yeah. Universe like, did Thor Ragnarok happen? I was looking at it the other day. That's like movie number 19 or something. Batman like vs. Superman yeah. was movie number two, bro. Yeah, you right. can't do that, man. You can't yeah, do that, yeah, man. Especially with a big character like Batman. Like, he yeah. deserved his own story before you go and introduce and, and try to mix him up with somebody else, you know? But I like what Matt Reeves is going to do. The whole detective aspect yeah, of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Because they're going to get Batman. And Batman, in, every, in the comics, he's as eccentric as he is on t- on the sh- in the movies but he's not a crafty individual in that sense that's not all he's about right like he'll say like the closest we got to it in the Nolan verse was when he cut out that brick to put together right, the right. the bullet shards right. right then we're gonna get a lot more of that I hope so like, and that, like I on think, the animated series oh that was dope yeah like he used to do mad detective work yeah. on the animated series like run tissue samples yeah. or whatever else you know like yeah. I think that's well, his name is it. the Dark Knight Detective. It's yeah. not just the Dark Knight. Yeah, like, people just shortened it, yeah. but it's really the Dark Knight Detective. I didn't is know it that. I, I, I knew it was, it was dark... Detective Comics, but I didn't yeah. know. And, and if I you it was read the it, Dark Knight Greatest Detective, the great, the, the world's greatest detective, no. something like that. Yeah, that too. Wow, that too. Yeah. So it was Detective. It goes. Idea? It goes deep, man. Fucking Batman. If you read comics, Raz Al Ghul calls him, refers to him as detective. Yeah, that's how. That's what he calls him in the comics. Raz Al Ghul sounds like a pasta dish. Raz Al Ghul. Hey, Raz Al Ghul. Hey, bring me a Raz Al Ghul. Hey, and it's a Parmesan cheese from a Raz Al Ghul. All right, man. Let's do douchebag of the week. I think this is officially the longest episode that we've ever. I think we covered everything. We saved. We fucking saved world hunger. (laughs) Yeah, man. What's douchebag of the week? What you got? Little sushi action. You got one struck? I don't know, man. Every week we do. Yeah, we just do a douchebag. It could be. It could be a celebrity. It could be your fucking the guy. Some guy at the grocery store. It could be anything. Um, man. I I really I don't know, bro. How about all right? So I saw. On on IG on Only Hialeah. I don't know if you guys watch Only and Dade. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Only yeah, Dade. yeah, I've seen Only it. Dade. Uh-huh. Shout out to Only and Dade. Um, so there was a video. Some dude at an intersection got hit. It's two SUVs. Mm. So the one going on the avenue hit the guy going down the street. Like whatever, from left, from right to left, he hit him. Uh-huh. So both cars kind of stopped and rolled away. Mm-hmm. Homie got so livid, he got back in his car. And rammed into the other dude four times. Bang, bang. And then after that, he got on top of the guy's hood, stomping on his hood, kicking his glass, got on the roof, kicked off all the 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 holders for your for your bikes, the bike rack thing, or the kayak racks. Mm -hmm. He kicked them shits off and just stood there. Cops around him just looking at him. And he just, they left, they were like, all right, let, it get, let him get it out of his system. He's going to jail. <laughs> right. So wow. he finally got down and then he's just kicking at the cops. Not wow. swinging, but kicking. Wow. You didn't see, you didn't get to see him get dropped, but fuck, man, he got dropped. Yeah, you know I bet in dropped. his mind, the other guy that hit him was the douchebag of the week. Right. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck this guy up. You fucking douchebag, yeah. huh? It's, it's all about perspective, man. How about, how about we make, uh, Zack Snyder, douchebag of the week. Because <laughs> you know what? Fuck this Snyder cut. And you know what? How about whoever came up with putting and promoting the Snyder cut out? Because no one gives a fuck. Yeah, straight up. I'll like, give it to them. I won't give it to Snyder, but I'll give it to all the fucking people out there that are trying to release the Snyder cut. I'm and saying, all that yeah. Bullshit. And you know what? To save Snyder, let me tell you. I found out, like, I did some digging, and he did leave the project because he had a family. Someone his, his family His died. daughter committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. so he's mm-hmm. forgiven across the board. Yeah. But right. the people pushing for that, got to go. Yeah, they got to go. They got to yeah. go. He's too. feeding into it, too, though. I mean, of he's course. feeding them on Twitter. He's, he's like saying it's little shit. He's keeping his name alive. Of course. It's like rap beef. You know, he got a zombie <laughs> movie coming out now. Which one? 
it's a I don't know what it is, but he just signed a deal with Netflix, straight to Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a zombie flick, which is actually exciting because his Dawn of the Dead remake was fucking dope. It was amazing. It oh, was he was hold on, he did dope. Dawn of the Dead the remake. Yeah, bro, that movie was outside. That movie was dope. Hand. Super yeah. hand. I think that's his first feature. Oh, I think that was his I'll, first I'll feature. Watch that shit. So I the fact that it. he's coming back to zombie movies, I think is a it's a dope look. Straight up. That's dope. Stay away from superhero movies for a little while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, got, we got yeah. you, man. We're try, good. Try again later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we appreciate your contributions, but nah, we good. Um, oh, yeah, yeah right, what else, man? You got something to plug? Um, your Instagram? Your yo, Facebook? Yo, 305magazine.com. Um, social media is at 305magazine. We do a podcast. The podcast is at 305radio. You can find a podcast on Google Play, iTunes, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, um, Stitcher, everywhere else. You listen to your podcast, you'll find it. Listen to us. Uh, drop a line, comment. Uh, if you want to send, if you want to hit me up, it's struck s t r u c k three zero five on social media. Yes, sir. Nice. Media trained. There you there go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know, like he blanked out. He wasn't even looking he at us. I wasn't even here. <laughs> went straight I was just <laughs> in there. Went straight into the script, like in Westworld. It just went straight into the script. That's what's up, man. Yo, I appreciate you coming through, man. It's yeah, a really sir. dope show. Thank you, man. Man. I love sure. listening to the podcast. Dope show, I appreciate man. that. Yeah, you miss sushi all day. Likewise, Likewise man. Yeah, man. 305 Radio That's what's all day. Up. Yeah. That is Word what's up. up, for sure. So uh, reach us at uh, on Instagram, Human Sushi Podcast, on the Instagram. Yeah, and also once again, don't forget to sign up for the mailing list, and you could win some free human sushi gear. I'm rocking the hoodie right now, and it's, it's looking fly, if I must say so myself. It's pretty me? dope. It's pretty dope. It looks all right. I noticed, but it Word. looks great on me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> Renee, any last words? Uh, just marvel, <laughs> marvel everything. <laughs> Peace, right. y'all. Peace, huh? Peace. Humansushibar.com. Thanks for the last minute promo there. You really did a lot. Of that. You didn't yeah. even say it. Too little, just like, too hey, late. Go on the website. Too little, you know? too late. Man. <laughs> Put that part out. <laughs>